It is Free Talk Live. Welcome to the program. The number if you want to join us here, 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. In the studio tonight, it's Ian. And Joa. Welcome back, Joa. Thank you. I think you uh, went on a little vacation, right? I did, yeah. Over in Maine. Well earned. You didn't get into any trouble over there in Maine, did you? No, no. So you didn't do any, like... Of your normal First Amendment audit stuff oh, while you were out there? No. Yeah. Okay. No, I just real, went on the It was beach. a real vacation then. Yeah. I have no tan lines now. <laughs> so, uh, welcome to the program. There's obviously big news that, you know, definitely needs to get discussed. And uh, Matt is actually joining us here tonight. Uh, welcome to the program. Hey, oh, actually, need to turn your mic on. How about now? Hey, everybody. All right. And hey, there Matt. He is. Hey, Joa. Hey, Ian. Hey, are you guys ready to get a vaccination? Because can't wait. Joe Biden says now all employers with over a hundred employees, which I imagine is a fair number of people. I've heard estimates in the eighty to a hundred million people range in the United States are hmm. going to be told that their employees must be vaccinated. No, 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 no. They don't say employees. They say workers. Workers. They are beating the word workers to death what do you think the difference is commies love we're using the word workers but what does that mean that they want to vaccinate all of their contractors i have and no idea i have no idea people what that means. aren't employees technically um, that are connected with that's interesting investors my yeah. company has asked that all the subcontractors get vaccinated as really? well really yep so what about you Sure, I'm vaccinated. <laughs> and, oh, you got uh, one of those fake COVID cards? I don't think you want to admit that on the air. If you I'm just kidding. Now. Yeah, don't admit that. So, yeah, no, uh, but yeah. the uh, the standard consensus amongst all the subcontractors is basically, <laughs> I'm vaccinated. Mm. <laughs> so uh, sure. pretty, pretty much everybody's on the same page. This has been uh, all over the news today and... At least as far as what I can see on social media, at least with the libertarian folks that I'm following, there's a lot of talk about secession. There's a lot more than I'm used to seeing out there as a result of this particular news. It seems like like this is pushing some people over the edge to say, you know what, enough's enough. Uh, This federal government has gone too far. And that's not all that they're doing. They're also announcing a series of initiatives to so-called combat COVID-19. And so uh, Biden came out with a six-point plan earlier today. I'm sure he thought of it all by himself. I think he's just reading a teleprompter. You think? Yeah. I think you can barely do that. The guy can barely stand (laughs) it. Really? He has a tough time out there. There's no doubt about it. Uh, I didn't watch the actual hearing because I tend not to like to spend time on politicians. But I do have a summary here from Business Insider where Biden said, quote, this is not about freedom or personal choice in a you know fairly candid moment. I mean, he's telling you the truth. He said it's about protecting yourself and those around you. So it's all about safety and you can't have total safety unless you have total control. And even that's still truly an illusion. I mean, even with a total police state, even with total fascism, total government mandates, you can still slip in your bathtub. Mm-hmm. This you know? is clearly an obedience, uh, you know, push. It's it has nothing to do with with what uh, the vi- so-called virus it has nothing to do with that. It's just they want complacent people, pure dominance and submission, and that's what they're getting. 
That's I mean, what, it seems like that's what people want. I don't know, man. No, I no, I don't. I don't agree with that. I think it's baloney. I think we're led to believe that everybody wants that. I think there's a. I, I've seen it amongst my colleagues, mm-hmm. and they are a pretty much go with the flow group of people. Usually, this yeah. one there was a lot of, and I don't think so on this one so they've gone far so, enough is what you're saying they've uh, well, flown far yes, enough yes yeah i mean everybody sees the writing on the wall i if if you're gonna tell everybody that everybody's on board then i don't think you should be believed because i don't think everybody's on board well everybody's no. clearly not on board i mean there's uh, i don't think most people or even a large fraction of people well i mean are these numbers accurate that we're seeing of no. people no. getting uh, getting the vaccine no yeah, it's pure it, propaganda. They, um, I, I heard a rumor that there's a fact checker checker going mm. on right now. They've spent a lot of money in in, in New Hampshire uh, to make sure that um, the what the news is reporting is accurate. And uh, from from what I know, they, they haven't found anything accurate. And uh, I wonder how far off they are then. Yeah, th- th- this is a uh, Sinclair. Can I say that? Can I say that? This Sinclair, is- the communication. Yes, company? this is Sinclair doing this. This is like a uh, big corporate networking. Mm-hmm. Remember uh, the that whole thing where they were like, uh, "This is a uh, this is important to democracy," right? Like it's like they showed clip over clip over clip of uh, these news stations saying the same thing. Yes, right? this yeah. is a threat to our democracy, and it's just that's what they're doing. They're, they're reiterating all these. Um, so wait, Sinclair is doing the study, or Sinclair is bringing out bad uh, or misinformation? Well, that's what that's what I think is happening. Yeah, they, because they can push it amongst you know many news channels, then it becomes truth because many people repeated it uh, when there is actually no sources, and people are trying to fact check, and the the hospitals won't give up information. So just mm. you you could just straight up say this is false. This is false because they're not finding evidence of these claims. Uh, if you it's want to weigh in here, uh, your thoughts on the vaccine mandates, the numbers, are they even close to what they're saying? According to Biden, he's claiming there are nearly 80 million Americans who are not vaccinated. So at the very least, official government numbers are saying a good third, roughly, of, uh, of Americans don't have this, uh, this vaccine. And some number of them just got one dose and then they stopped. And I don't think they're counting uh, those one dosers with that 80 million so you add the one dosers in and maybe you get you know a larger number but if it's actually much higher than that i would be interested in finding that out how you would find that out i don't know because you're not gonna it's gonna be hard to measure this i mean they're going by a supposedly official numbers of whatever these vaccination clinics somehow they're reporting and calculating who gets these vaccines I, I mean from what i understand they do require id so they they must have some kind of a database somewhere uh, ostensibly of who's doing this but to to try to figure it out in through some sort of independent means would would mean like doing a poll or something like yeah. that and then how many people are going to be honest with that particular poll i mean that's always a big question is if you're asking people about taking drugs on a poll for instance I mean, some people are paranoid they're not going to tell you the truth because right. they don't know who they're talking to so they're mm. you know you're not going to get truly accurate information uh, and then, of course, just looking at case studies, looking at your friends or whatever, that's that's obviously skewed because mm-hmm. you're more likely to be around people that think like you do. So, right. of course, asking people, you know, hey, have you gotten the vaccine? Most people are probably going to say no. Well, it's like, uh, you know, no, sh- uh, no shirt, no shoes, no service. Well, now they have these signs saying, uh, if you're fully vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. And I'm breaking their policy every time I go in there because I refuse to get that vaccination. And I refuse and to wear a mask. I don't mean to lie. You know, I'm not trying to lie, 
but it's I'm breaking policy when I walk into that store. Well, I wouldn't say that that's a lie. I mean, necessarily. I mean, I, I I read the sign on the door. It's right next to the handle. I mm-hmm. mean, you can't can't miss it. Uh, and I am just ignoring it. And they're assuming that I'm vaccinated. I identify as illiterate. <laughs> According to Business Insider, Biden announced a series of new initiatives to combat COVID-19, including a stricter vaccination requirement for federal employees. They're now getting rid of any kind of testing option for federal employees. If you work for the federal government, now they're mandating vaccines. Uh, In a speech today at the White House, it comes as they released a plan to combat the rise of the Delta variant. Biden said at the beginning of his speech, quote, many of us are frustrated with the nearly 80 million Americans who are still not vaccinated. This is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. So once again, trying to put people who are unvaccinated into the class of being the problem, being the thing that needs to be eradicated. Mm-hmm. Right? It might as well be a distemperment shot at this point, <laughs> you know, like they do with dogs. A what is a distemper? Shot. A distemper it shot. Makes them calmer. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Well, dis- distemper is a disease that can kill a dog too, right? So right. I mean, but the but there are plenty of you know um, what do you call them chemicals that can subdue you. Oh yeah, like, mean, uh, chemical of fluoride, chemical lobotomy, basically. Yeah, chemical and, and, lobotomy. and to a certain degree, it can be you know very small lobotomy. To make matters worse, he said there are elected officials actively working to undermine the fight against COVID nineteen. He says this is totally unacceptable. We'll get into his six-point plan, which is actually much longer than six points. Uh, but we'll uh, we'll dig into that somewhat here, and you can share your thoughts with us as well. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Plus, uh, officials in Australia are starting to uh, tout the words New World Order publicly. We'll talk about that coming up. Is Free Talk Live, and as always, you're invited if you want to join us here. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Here in the studio with you, it's Ian, Matt, and Joa. Joe Biden gave a speech today telling people to get vaccinated and saying that he's going to be mandating that all companies with over 100 employees will have to mandate vaccines of their employees. And uh, again, if you want to comment, you can join us here. As uh, he laid out the planks of his plan, according to businessinsider.com, he took a shot at Americans who have refused to comply with pandemic-era rules, saying, quote, if you break the rules, be prepared to pay. And by the way, show some respect, he said. As he announced, he is doubling TSA fines for anyone who refuses to wear a mask. So they are going to continue with the mask mandates on federal property, uh, according to the WhiteHouse.gov slash COVID plan that they just released today. They the, So the six points are broken down into several sub-points beneath them, so it's probably more like a 50-point plan. But under the increased testing and requiring masking subheader here, they will continue to require masking on federal property, doubling fines for mask violations on interstate travel, and uh, other various different aspects Jeez. to this. Yeah. 
So, and of course, you know, it's still not even uh, wintertime yet. Likely as flu season kicks into gear, then these people will get even more desperate sounding and the policies will become even more stringent. Uh, they are going to, as I said, require all employees with employers with over 100 employees to ensure workers are vaccinated or tested weekly. So there is going to be a testing option for those of you that want to have a uh, something shoved up your nose once or more times per week. So, I mean, neither of these options for those of us that value our bodily freedom are acceptable in my book. There must be something to this, too. Like if, if, if a company has, say, 120 people working there. I can see 20 people getting laid off so they don't have to comply with this. Yeah, or, sure. You know, it, it I don't know. I don't think that, you know, what are they going to do if you don't comply with it anyway? Like what's what's the punishment going to right. be? Apparently it's actually the occupational health uh whatever OSHA, those oh, people. Yeah. They're bringing them into play here so maybe it would be fines from uh, from OSHA, potential shutdowns. Uh, we've yet to see how this is going to play out. In addition, they're going to require vaccinations for federal workers and for the millions of contractors that do business with the federal government. So, now, I've worked on work sites. I'm not going to like say where or when, but uh, there's a lot of things going on when it comes to subverting OSHA rules. Uh, and not that I was doing them. I was just a minion working for somebody else, mm-hmm. but uh, these things happen. They constantly are working around these systems because no one can really keep up with it. How it, could you? It's already like you know. This is I'm talking like you know, 15 years ago. I we could they couldn't keep up to up with it, and there's so well, many government rules. people can keep up with it because they're the most lazy, parasitic, shiftless, useless animals on the planet. Oh yeah. Did I say that? I don't know. I think that. I mean, to sound that like a great <laughs> uh, Requiring so, COVID. Hey, don't work so hard. You're making me look bad, okay? <laughs> they do right. that. They oh, do I that was stuff. told that. Yeah. In the union, I was yeah. told that. Yeah. Requiring COVID-19 vaccinations for over 17 million healthcare workers at Medicare and Medicaid participating hospitals or other healthcare settings. So if a doctor's office, if a hospital accepts Medicare or Medicaid, which is probably like 90 plus percent of them. There are a few that'll that say no. We don't want anything to do with that paperwork. We don't want anything to do with the government strings and all the requirements that come along with Medicare and Medicaid. But you know, the super majority of these healthcare people are accepting Medicare and Medicaid, and so now it's going to be a requirement. If you want to keep accepting Medicare and Medicaid, you've got to get vaccinations for all your staff. Mm. I'm hoping all that these nurses and doctors that are refusing, they bond and band together whatever and uh they start their own kind of agorist hospital because you know what i don't want to go to those status hospitals me neither i don't want to go to a hospital that's full of those spike protein shedding vaccinated people i didn't want to go to a hospital before the so-called pandemic and it's worse now than it's ever been have they not like discouraged that our whole lives like oh i don't want to go to the hospital no 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 like they've been like trained us to be fearful of it and now they're uh, doubling down on it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I like what you're saying there, Joe, the idea of the people who are either quitting their jobs in healthcare because they don't want to get the vaccine mm-hmm. uh, or they, you know, maybe they're going to stick it out and see what happens. Because mm-hmm. I think that's one of the best things you can do is just say, look, if you don't want to, if you don't want me here, then fire me. But you know, I'm coming yeah. to work. Did you see you all the pictures to. of the, the nurses and the doctors who've been quitting and leaving their shoes with a, with a piece of paper under the shoes saying... 22 years of service and they'll oh, wow. like and they'll they'll walk away they just oh, take their amazing. shoes off put Good them outside them. but what are those people going to do i mean some of them are obviously going to retire but others some of them just said one year of service like these people yeah. are just starting their careers they're brand new and they're walking they're away from it and they've got school loans to pay and they're still walking away because wow. that's, that's that's a, a lot of money that's a lot of honor
Uh, so, but yeah, what are they going to do? I like Joe's idea of opening up some sort of underground facility. Unfortunately, that's what it's going to have to be because you've got state governments telling people that they're going to pull their licenses. If I they say, don't you know, come along. to Keene. Nobody's better at creating black markets than governments. It's their number one job. It's all they do. They've largely been able to dodge. Healthcare has largely been able to dodge it, but this is just overboard. And there's a lot of people in healthcare saying, this is not something we can do. And and I blame all of this on doctors who don't stand up against it mm-hmm. because they're sheepish cowards who want to keep their $85,000 a year job. You know, it's like, come on, stand up, be a man, be a woman, be an adult, be brave, be an American and say no. We need 101 nurses exactly or more to step up and get band together Call themselves workers. <laughs> there's, there's easy to call themselves workers. There are easily that many though. Like, oh, they're oh, yeah, all yeah. over Twitter. They're all, mm. you know, they're all over Facebook and Twitter saying, and they're all getting the block. You know, the uh, the little warning X about sure. COVID nineteen from you know the social media uh, titans. Um, we just got another strike on the YouTube channel this week, so we're not streaming on YouTube. Congratulations, now. Yep. Ian. High yep. five for quote unquote medical misinformation. Of course. So. Mm. Just a matter of time before they take us down entirely. And unfortunately, healthcare does rely, the industry does rely on a lot of centralization because the government has built it that way. Mm-hmm. You have to get a license. You have to get a permit. You have to have, you know, you can't just go and start a hospital. You right. have to go to some bureaucracy first. Yeah, and regulatory them, capture, regulatory yeah. capture, regulatory capture. It's everywhere. You can't do anything without a special permission slip from a bureaucrat. It's like, you know how like massage therapists change their name all the time? It's like, oh, it's Body Works now. No, no, no. It's something else. It's this. It's that. It's trying to avoid regulations. Why don't we just uh, rename it? It's like instead of calling it a hospital, we can call it uh, Body uh, wellness checks. Sure. Which on one side, which on one side of the coin, I'm like high five, guys. Way to run away and hide. That's an effective way to run away. But at the same time, you're running away and hiding. What are we going to stand up and I, say I no? Like we can't. You can't. You can't run forever. No right. doubt about it. And that's the other problem is if you don't stand up and you do run and hide, then they just pick you off one at a time. Yeah. Right. You know? Yep. Oh, we found this one underground hospital. Okay, everybody here was arrested, and then the other people are scared because. No one wants to get arrested. No. People don't want to go to jail. And so they you know, double their efforts to stay hidden. I don't know. Uh, get black... fake COVID cards. Yeah, but we can talk about that coming up here in a moment. I know you have a story about some state troopers, of all people, oh my God, yeah, they, in Vermont yeah. who were making fake, co- allegedly making fake COVID cards. Really? Yeah. Production. Making... Like selling them. Yes. Right? We're coming up here in moments. 603-283-6160. You can join us here on Free Talk Live. When Monster Hunter International discovers one of Isaac Newton's wardstones being auctioned off, they decide to steal it and use it to destroy the Chaos God once and for all. But a mysterious thief upends their plan, and it soon becomes a race against time as something much older and infinitely more evil awakens in the jungles of South America. Monster Hunter Bloodlines by New York Times bestselling author Larry Correa and Bane Books. Visit MonsterHunterNation.com for more. It's Free Talk Live. If you want, you can join us. The number here is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. 
Joe Biden making it clear in a speech today that it is not about freedom. As he is quoted here over at businessinsider.com. It's not about freedom. It is about slavery. Well, he didn't use that word. What he said. <laughs> but it's, it's what he's saying. You could say a lot without saying anything. He misspeaks a lot. I, mean. <laughs> yeah. I wonder like how, how they're making him... Like, is he like a possessed human body? Like, how are they making him function? We know this guy, he's, his mental faculties are, they were shot a year and a half ago. Yeah. When he was, what, 78 or something yeah. when he was running for office? He's yeah. got to be coming up on his birthday pretty soon. Yeah, which, I mean, if it's Ron Paul, it's one thing. Ron Paul's mental faculties are still sharp as a tack. I mean, Ron they, Paul goes on like a bike ride every day. Every day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, have you seen the movie Weekend at Bernie's? Yeah, oh, that's. Yeah. I'm wondering, like, how are they doing this? This guy's basically a robot. He's a, a literal puppet at this point. Oh, it's really pathetic. It's not. It really it's is. more. It's scary. It it's is like, kind of scary. Like, it's the, really creepy. I mean, I'm not surprised they put someone like him in that position because it's like, oh, I don't, don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. No, no, no. Put him in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's gonna die soon, and so that would mean. Uh, you know, Kamala Harris is going to be president at that point. Wouldn't that be worse? Uh, yeah. yeah. On the upside, you know, she's such an overbearing, like she's a wide open commie tyrant. That woman is an absolute nutcase, blatant tyrant. She's the one that like imprisoned like half of the black people in the state of California for crying out loud. Sure. She was the, um, what was she, the, the top prosecutor, wasn't yeah. she? Yeah. And she's very proud of Attorney that. General, she's I think. Super Attorney proud General, of that. Yeah. Uh, she's she's very she'll talk herself up about that accomplishment all day long, and I think she is so overbearing that it might actually give a lot of uh, a lot of uh, fuel for Supreme Court cases to just smack stuff like that down over and over and over she, again. She'll sit in the court of someone like innocent going to jail, and she'll be like, "Yes, we did it." Yep. Like it's sick. sick. Yeah, it's, it's, sick. it's horrible. She'll hold up flags of the state and wave them. Woohoo! Well, what's interesting is we've actually got some indicators of even the police saying they've had enough of these mandates. Uh, You've got a story, Joe, coming up here about some state troopers in Vermont that are now apparently under federal investigation for making fake vaccine passports and allegedly selling them. Yeah. Uh, There's also another story I've had sitting in show prep about the Chicago police, who by no means are freedom-loving guys not at all uh but they oh guess what they don't like being told what to do as far as uh, vaccine mandates mask mandates so i'll pull that story up too but they're resisting i guess right yeah let's go to uh vermont first uh this comes from the new york times i think they got it from the boston globe uh three vermont state troopers investigated over fake vaccination cards uh the officers have resigned and federal authorities are investigating the state police said this week uh, and that's you know September eighth. Was it yesterday, right? And um, so oh, I just I just lost it here, guys. Sorry. That's all right. So they are facing, as I understand it, federal prosecution for this. They were selling vaccination cards to I'm guessing their friends, their buddies, and somebody probably snitched them out. Yeah, would the, be my guess. They were accused um, of being involved in a fake COVID nineteen vaccination card scheme. Have and they all have resigned amid a federal investigation, authorities said. Hmm. The, the troopers, I'm going to say their names. I like saying these guys' names. Sean Somers, Raymond Witkowski, David uh, Findel uh, were su- uh, suspected 
of having the varying roles in the production of fraudulent coronavirus vaccine cards, the Vermont State Police said in the news release. Aren't they all fraudulent? I, that's what I'm saying. I think it's the whole thing is fake anyway. So what's the difference? You know, like I, I was telling people like on, on social media, like, why why do you want these fake uh, slave papers? Because they didn't have medical licenses. Uh, that's why they're not in the, fake. They're not in the uh, the gang, if you they're will. Not in the, they're, they're in a gang, but not the gang. Now they understand how regulatory capture affects their day-to-day business. They're on the outs for once. Yep. Good for them. I um, hope it feels good. Somers and Witkowski resigned on August 10th, a, a day after Wimps. another trooper raised concerns. What's that? Wimps. Yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. So wait, ca- they're, they're kind of cowards. You know, you know, I think like, you know, what what they were doing was just trying to make a profit. Um, but it's just like, you know, you, you believe in the state so much, you become a state trooper mm-hmm. and you kind of like turn on your own people. It, it's just strange it, that they went this route. Um well, I mean, they're not speaking, obviously. They're not talking about why they did these things, but clearly they had, you know, the motivation in this case. And I'm guessing it's because they personally oppose mm-hmm. these vaccine mandates. And they figured, well, you know, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a cop, so I can sell these things. People will trust me. Yeah. It just goes on to say that they're investigating internally, which probably find no wrongdoings. Like, that's what they do. Well, I wonder how, I wonder how, I how often, you know, the same exact type of investigations are done and nothing is even raised about it when cops are running drugs or selling guns or prostitutes. Well, or that's what they're things. supposed to do, right? Yeah. Like, those, that's typical cop, cop behavior. behavior. Steroids. This one goes against their masters of the federal government. This one is essentially, right. they usually go after you, as I understand it now. This isn't you know, legal advice. This isn't the only way they're necessarily going to approach it. But they usually go after you for using a federal agency seal without permission. Right. So if you use the seal of the CDC and you put that onto a document and you say this is a CDC vaccination card or whatever, right? That is essentially what they consider to be copyright infringement, basically. It's it's oh. their logo, they own that logo, right. and you don't have permission to use it, even if you're a federal, or not it, a federal, if you're a, a state trooper in this it's case. It's almost like, uh, remember Liberty Mint, and they used the word dollar, I think yeah. it was. The they, Liberty dollar. Yeah, yeah and that's, that's why they got shut down. They got all, that's right. My silver got stolen, guys. Mine too. Oh, all right. But uh, I brought up this other article uh, talking about the fines. Right, and you could see up to five years in prison. And I mean, these guys you, you're talking about? No, this is not the same article. This is just like I looked up. Uh, what are the penalties of of having these? Oh, okay. So, so you, in theory, making them probably is a higher penalty. Right, right. You it's probably see, forgery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let this be clear. Like, if you got, if anyone's making their own uh, slave paper, COVID vaccine cards, whatever, you could sit in jail for five years. It's no joke. I would I would just burn that thing right now in your backyard if you acquired one. Uh, and um, it's scary that they even do this route. Like people are trying to just live their days and like, you know, just, you know, have access to to schools. Like it goes on into this What's the article. crime actually? Does it say in this article what the, the quote unquote charge is? What is the actual crime? Is it forgery? Is it, or is it something specific? Is there a specific prohibition on creating vaccine cards? Uh, like, uh, let me see here. They were saying that uh, the federal leaders are cracking down on the people making and selling COVID nineteen vaccination cards. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Um, yeah, they look legit. Evan Cogley said, um, but they found out it wasn't legit. 
He wasn't amused. It's dumb. Why you get the fake vaccine card? I got, I, I'm just looking for it. So that's okay. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You don't know the answer. It's it's all right. I'm just curious what they're charging these people with. So does it have to do as I you know think it might have to do with using the logo? That's or, a good. That's a good. You know. You know. Can you make one without question. the logo on it, and then it's not so bad if you if you get caught with it? Or is that also considered fraudulent? That'll Next thing you know, they're going to arrest Ron Swanson for having oh, a post note that says. Yeah, I so can do this. An FBI spokeswoman said using a government agency seal without permission is illegal, and you could face a fine or up to five years in prison. So I guess it doesn't right. matter if it's just a card or not. That's what they're coming after is people yeah. who are trying to make it look official by using a government seal. So why not make it look official? I'm just asking, right? Like, I'm not saying you should do this or anything like that. But if you're, if you're going to do this, leave the seal off. Don't use the term CDC. Don't use any sort of government language. And right. just, you could make some sort of generic vaccination card. Well, right? this, is, this is where we need to stand up again, because next thing you know, there's going to be laminated state licenses, just like getting up with driver's licenses this exact same way. When you say stand up, you just mean to say, no. hey, look, I'm not vaccinated. I'm, I'm not, not going to do it. this. Could yeah. you imagine... Like not be able to go into stores if you didn't have your vaccination card. This is this is Nazi Germany. That's if what's you guys happening. Don't get it yet? In places like Germany right now, in in France, in Italy, where they are mandating that you have these vaccination cards. Now Hawaiian uh, cities are doing it too. More coming up. This is Free Talk Live. If you want to join us here, the number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Here in the studio tonight, you've got Ian, Matt, and Joa. So we were just talking about these uh, Vermont State Troopers, Joey. You had a story out of, uh, again, next door here. We're, we're in New Hampshire over in Vermont where three troopers are accused of creating fake vaccination certification cards. And we were just kind of trying to figure out, well, how do they, you know, what do they prosecute for? And it sounds like what they go after you for is using the federal government's logos without yeah. permission. So they, t- they protect those very, very ser- They're very serious about it. And, uh, and, and as you said, you could face up to five years in prison and some number of dollars in fines for doing something like that. So they take it pretty seriously. Uh, and I don't recommend that anybody goes out there and commits, uh, commits fraud necessarily. I like what you were saying, Matt. Just stand on your truth. Mm-hmm. Stand up for what you believe in right. and just refuse to obey. You know what else I think would be a great thing to do? And this would be probably absolutely completely not uh, in, a, in uh, accordance to, with the law, but you could... Uh, you know, anybody could do this anywhere. Make billions and just millions of copies of vaccine cards that are real. And instead of, you know, handing them out, just kind of walk into drugstores, you know, where they have the, you know, the tear off for the promos and stuff. Put a stack on each of them. They'd blend right in. People go up and look at them. Huh. Look what I have. I have a vaccine card now. And now everybody's got a vaccine card everywhere. Everybody's and well, you're not handing them out. I, I want to make it clear that I do not condone people to print these. Because you could, yeah, they the could come manufacturing is a completely different thing. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend anybody go and and use any of these logos with uh, at all. I mean, you don't want to pretend mm. like you're the yeah, government. Just, this is why. This is one of the reasons why you don't want to make like a fake license plate as well. It's not just the federal government mm. that can prosecute for this. It's also state governments. Sure. Yeah. So if you, for instance, like there's websites online uh, that I think one of I don't know if they're still in business, but I've I've gotten them from a couple. Uh, there's like licenseplates.tv and I think autoplates.something. 
And yeah, you're pointing to this uh, Shire plate that I have yeah, here in the awesome. studio, Joa. And one of the reasons why that's a Shire plate is because it doesn't use any kind of state iconography. It right. doesn't claim to be state of Florida, state of New Hampshire, state of fill in the blank. Because if you claim to be the gang, the gang gets really angry yeah. about that. Yeah. But if you just say, hey, this is our own license plate. This is our own private license plate for the Shire, which is a term that we like to use. Some of us for or for a fictitious place in you know Tolkien's world or wherever, whatever you want to, <laughs> whatever you want to put on there. Then you're not knocking off their product, right? It's something completely right. different. So when they came after me and they pulled me over when I was driving with the Shire plate on. They couldn't charge me with the whatever the fraud charge is of improper use of license right. plates. No, no, no. I got an improper. Uh, I got a misuse of plates charge. Did you really? But that's not. It, there's a there's a totally more serious charge of using their like government name essentially without permission. I don't remember what the the charge is, what it's called, but that's what they really like to go after people for because that's the typical way people will you know make You're a saying fake just the plate. word Shire. Just the word Shire was enough for them to get you on that? No, it was because uh, the actually, so as I understand it, misuse of plates would have been the charge for, in my particular case, was because the car was registered, but it did not have uh, its proper plate oh, upon it. So, I'd, But they couldn't charge me with fraud, which would have been like a felony. Right. Right? Because then, again, you mess with their logos, you mess with their names, they get, they take it real seriously right. and they take it personal. Instead of it CDC on those cards, just mm-hmm. change it to CCD. Or whatever. And then you just be like, I have religious but exemption. At the same time, at the same time, if you did, I mean, it would be totally illegal to do it. We know this at this point, so I'm not condoning anybody to do this. I think it'd be really interesting uh, civil disobedience, though, as to uh, put stacks of these things out there that are dead copies <laughs> and because the number this is an act of war these are they're they're waging war against the population right now and everybody knows that the first thing governments do when they go to war is they try to destroy currencies and they do that by counterfeiting 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 mm. and dumping money well it's legal things. when they do it sure but not you and i yeah like you, i was going to say uh, even the pope is saying that there's no religious exemptions if you're catholic mm. yeah i've heard that major religion so-called leaders have come out and made similar statements. That's scary. Like the top four religions or something like that. Because you don't want to disobey God, right? So that doesn't mean you can't have a religious exemption. That just means that you shouldn't be a Catholic. You know, that you should have your own religion, that you should, you know, find the things that that resonate with you and Mm. create your own thing. Uh, Mayor Lori Lightfoot, the story from the Sun-Times. I've been holding on to this one for a few weeks because it's pretty ridiculous it's kind of good, but kind of ridiculous at the same time. So she's forged ahead with an, uh, an October 15th vaccine mandate for all city employees in the sh- city of Chicago over strenuous, strenuous and united opposition from all four police unions. They don't have just one police union in the city of Chicago. <laughs> Chicago there's four of them. Uh, Lightfoot was quoted as saying in a press release, As cases continue to rise, we must take every step necessary and at our disposal to keep everyone in our city safe and healthy. She goes on, getting vaccinated has been proven to be the best way to achieve that. I disagree. Seems like the best way to achieve it is to get COVID and beat it. Yep. And then you have an immune system that can beat it from then on. But anyway, she says she's uh, joining other municipalities and government agencies across the nation, including the military, who are making this decision to protect the people. But for whatever reason, turns out the four different police unions 
don't agree. They're actually coming out against what the mandate is from the city who employs them. Good. Now, where's the teachers union and the medical people unions and all the other unions? Let's hear all the unions. Employees can apply for a medical or religious exemption, but those would be reviewed by the Department of Human Resources on a case-by-case basis. Fraternal Order of Police President John Catanzara has been at loggerheads with Lightfoot on many issues, and this time he's not alone. Quote, it ain't just our guys. It's the sergeants, lieutenants, and captains. This is a united front. It's no longer John Katanarza's big mouth like they like to spin it all the time. He continued saying, this has literally lit a bomb underneath the membership. And what are they going to do when four or 5,000 coppers say, screw you, I'm staying home. You're not going to make me get this effing vaccination. Don't pay me. That's fine. We'll see you in court. Unquote. Tough. He said he's not threatening a blue flu style protest. He claims the city is literally talking about putting people on no pay status who refuse to get the vaccination. Quote, you're not going to pay me. You're going to make me stay home, but you're going to have thousands of coppers willing to stay home, not getting paid to not get a vaccine. And then what are you going to do for manpower on the streets? He says. So it sounds like the police are willing to strike over this particular issue why why do they make me want to support them i don't want to support the police ever i don't ever want to support but you know what if this is a hill they were willing to die on hey i'll go die on the hill with them i kind of hate to say that the next quote though oh no quote we're in america it's again the police union chief here we're in america gee damn it we don't want to be forced to do anything period this isn't Nazi effing Germany where they stay, uh, where they say, step into the effing showers. The pills won't hurt you. What the F, he says. So the cops don't like being told what to do. You don't say. Yeah. Cops, that's always the way, the way with cops. So they always see themselves as the truest Americans, and they're the ones with the freedom, and we've earned our freedom. We yeah. wear the stripes and blah, blah, blah. Dude, hate to break it to you. Everybody's an American. Everybody has rights, not just you. And I'm glad you're seeing it with yourselves. Now, let's see if they feel this way about when it comes time to forcibly vaccinate the population. See if the cops will go point guns at citizens' heads because they're not cops. They well, they have, have to rights. feed their families, right? Yeah, just got to go home safe at the end of the night. Well, I I was I, I like watching auditing videos. Mm-hmm. I do the auditing myself, but like um, I was watching this uh, one guy get pulled over, and he's like, "Cops lie all the time." And he's like, "No, we don't. I don't. I've never lied." I'm like, <laughs> I was like, "Are you kidding me?" That's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy, the who's actually uh, the guy that they pulled over was a private investigator. Oh, really? And he was a former police officer <laughs> oh, in that wow. county. Wow. <laughs> so he knows. Yeah, he's worked with these people. Know. Yeah. So I just thought that was interesting because, you know, the, the irony of the police, the, the police in Chicago, one of the worst, most corrupt towns, you know, cities on the face of the planet. Oh, now the cops don't want to be forced to do something. Mm. They say, period, he says. It's America. Where's New Orleans stand on this? Where's LAPD stand on this? Where's the uh, NYPD stand? I want to hear some more of these giant, corrupt monsters. Chime he in. says, nobody knows what the long-term side effects could possibly be. Nobody and anybody who says they do are full of S. What? So, Nobody's full of S? No. So kudos to him for making this stand. I mean, I will, you know, give them some appreciation where, sure. where they deserve it. But if only they actually held to this belief. Yeah, you don't like to be forced and told what to do? Well, guess what? Neither do we. 
A lot of people don't like that. Yeah, now you know how it feels. But you better stand for that national anthem or else. 603-283-6160. You've got actually a story about the national anthem coming up here uh, in moments. It's going to be a mandate in that free state of Texas, apparently. There it is. We're coming up. After a devastating war, the alien visitors were driven back, and their willing human collaborators were left behind to face the music. When Emma Jean Anderson's ex-lover springs her from prison, Nathan Foster and his 14-year-old nephew, Ben, are tasked with bringing the pair to justice. An easy enough job until they discover something is inside Emma Jean, and the fate of the planet hangs in the balance. The Family Business by Mike Coopery from BaneBooks.com. Free Talk Live. It is Free Talk Live, kicking off the second hour of the program here. The number, if you want to join us, it's 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. A lot of people are frustrated with the crackdowns on freedom, the COVID-related attacks on liberties, whatever few liberties we had left, they're being just eviscerated at this point. And some people feel like the best solution is to get up and move. And you know what? That's a good solution. If it's you're a great a, idea. If you're a freedom-loving person, you ought to, if you you know are a libertarian, if you're a person who loves liberty, you understand that you in order to be free, you have to allow other people to be free. And you're willing to come be with the largest community of libertarian activists on the planet. New Hampshire should be your destination. Unfortunately, some people have been fooled by places like Florida and Texas. And Texas is not a free place. Not at all. And uh, Joey, you've got a story coming up this hour. If we get a chance, we're going to get to it. uh, About one more example of why Texas is definitely not and should not be a destination for people that love freedom. But first... Let's go a little bit international here. You guys might have seen some of these clips uh, that I'm going to play here. This horribly ugly woman. Uh, let's see. Her name is Dr. Chant from New South Wales. Jesus, she is not pretty. Australia. And this is her being asked a question in a recent press conference by a reporter. Will exposure sites be put back in place, especially with reopening and this is the reporter. going back to pubs and stuff? Because so. our exposure sites still... Will they be put back in place to be listed once we are reopening? Because they're not at the moment. Um, we will be looking at what contact tracing looks like in the new world order. Hmm. A new world order? A new world order. She, she's real clear when she says mm. that. But maybe it's just a slip. Maybe it's just, you know, maybe it's just her. Maybe Brad Hazard, who is another one of the government agents in the very same New South Wales state of Australia. Did he say it too? This is a world pandemic. It's a one in 100 year event. So you can expect that we will have transmission uh, from time to time. And that's just the way it is. We've got to accept that this is the new world order. We've got to accept that this is the new world order. The new world order. The new world order. <laughs> Here it is again from the same guy. Different co- uh, press conference. As it is. But at the moment, uh, what I'm seeing as health minister is uh, a level of apathy, a level of complacency. Um, I understand that, but I'm not happy about it. I'd also say this. The other area of uh, danger uh, is the place that we would normally consider to be the safest place on earth, our homes. Uh, you already heard today that uh, one of uh, or a number of the people who've actually uh, uh, now got the virus 
got it in a home situation. You have to wonder what he's he's going to get the new world order here in a moment. But what are they leading up to yeah, here? What's he getting at with this? Yeah, saying that oh, homes are a really dangerous place. You know, we're going to need to do some new government programs here to make sure you're safe in your home. I mean, we're talking about at home masking, at home separation from uh, one another. Maybe some cameras in the in the home. Let's put some government closed circuit television cameras in there just to make sure. You know, that way, uh, the, you know, like at the telescreens, basically yeah. in 1984, 1984. They can, yeah. you know, punch a button and bring up your living room just to make sure everybody's sitting six feet away from one another on uh, couches and things like that. What are they getting? Yet. And we'll hear more detail about that in due course. But oh, great! Is, That's coming. Uh, both a safe place and a dangerous place. We must treat this uh, new world order, new, this new world of COVID. Oh, oh see, it was just a you know, mistake. He corrected himself. Yeah. New world is what he. What meant has to say. it been with these people over time? With this 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 phrase, new world order. Like they don't want the the conspiracy kooks, you know, talking about the new world order. Well, they're, they're just throwing it in your face at this point. Now, it's always been real. It's yeah. still real. Where do they keep... Because this is a whole new... Gen- this guy's only it, in his 50s or 60s. This is a whole different generation than the George H.W. Bush uh, group of people saying the words. Well, you, you know they got probably some blackmail on him, like the, he was at Jeffrey Epstein's island yeah, or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, and that that now he has to be out, and, or, or his whole family's going to know that he diddled some little kid. You know, it's like, that. this is what's going on. Well, you mentioned George H.W. Bush, and I was going to bring that up as well. What was that, 1988, 89, somewhere in that range? He was, I don't know what conference he was at or where he was speaking, but he talked about the New World Order. And that's always been the clip that you'll hear on, like, the Alex Jones show in the, in you know, 20 years ago. I mean, that that clip's been played forever. And for a long time, it was just like, oh, yeah, what's that all about? Ha, 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 ha. Well, now they're just throwing it right in your face. I mean, they, they are... They're not holding back here. This isn't just some sort of accident where you've got two different government bureaucrats in the same New South Wales government who are talking about a new world order. And of course, they're not the only ones who've mentioned the new world order. You've also got other sort of phrasings, I think, of this where the Great Reset has been thrown around. I, I feel like the Great Reset, which is being promoted by the World Economic Forum, which is, again, another large group of government agents, government politicians, New World Order types. I think the most famous one that I remember, it's kind of ingrained in me, is the uh, Henry Kissinger. It's like a New World Order. Yeah, like, he's, he's like really like you he's know creepy. deep. Yeah, he's yeah. like you know, and ugly, really ugly. Oh, evil, pure yeah, evil. These guys are you know rolling this thing out. This is they're not talking about because remember when uh, Bush said it, it was like and coming into view is a New World yeah, not Order, not the law of the jungle. Yeah, so he was talking about seeing it in the future. He was talking about this thing that is coming. Well, now it's here. You know, it's real. Yeah, they're it's, saying, in Australia, it's 100% in yeah. the flesh. It's here. It's it, done. It's it's coming. It's 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 uh it's new normal finished. is the one that they're using more often. That's the new the sort of yeah. the new speak uh, is new normal, but clearly at the the level of the elite politicians, they're still using that terminology. They're still familiar with the term New World Order, and they believe that it's that it's part of what they're calling it. And just just for you know anybody who's listening who's opposed to you know the views of Free Talk Live over the years, I just want to put it out there. This is Ian Freeman talking, and he is the first one to shoot down conspiracy theories and try to find ways to logically figure out why somebody would, you know, be this way and not have it be a conspiracy theory. Basically, well, what we're talking well, about it, New World Order in a very serious way right now, it's here. Have you, have you ever seen, like, the Denver airport? Yeah, the, yeah. The, the creepy. The dedicated plaque. Super creepy. 
the dedicated plaque that the Masons put in there, it literally says this is dedicated for the New World Order. And then you yeah. look at all the murals, the creepy murals, like this Nazi cutting a dove in half. Yes, these are murals at the airport. And then you got this really giant horse with red glowing eyes outside with really veiny. Oh, yeah. It's creepy. Well, there's Egyptian motifs up and down the runways. Like st- statues I know, of Horus I could be any more in our faces yeah. and you're not even paying attention, people. Come on. And, uh, what the, the Georgia Guidestones are the ones that really get me. Like, Can you knows. recap what that is? The Georgia Guidestones, that's basically like this henge, like a stone henge of concrete mm-hmm. blocks or stone blocks that are engraved with like... Creepy, creepy, stuff. Like, like directions on right? how to have a perfect world in the future. Keep the population. And no one knows where they're from. Nobody, right? like, yeah, nobody knows. Uh, you know who put them there. Or? To play the devil's advocate on that, no pun intended, uh, is that the these Georgia guidestones? I believe it's a private installation, so it's not like this is private property. And people go in there all the time to vandalize it. Supposedly sacrifices have occurred there because it's like fans or something like that. But it, that's private property, and it's like kind of like free speech in essence. Like it's just words. I mean, it's, it, I know it's really bad. Well, if it's private property, does the private property owner say this is mine and I put these here? Because I had heard that no one knows who put them. That's there. a good is question. Is that not true? I heard that nobody Maybe knows who owns them. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows who owns the property. Just that it is. Well, I got a challenge for any listeners out there. Let's do some uh, records requests on finding out who owns the Georgia Guidestones and who go. owns the property. Yeah, I mean, Matt, to your point about oh, well, Ian Freeman's talking about the New World Order. We've we've talked about things like this over the years. I'm not against all conspiracy theory. It's just that some of it gets into such a crazy place. Yeah, but that's subjective. A lot of people in the past have thought that this type of stuff was totally insane. This yeah. cannot ever happen. Well, now it's right there out in your is. face. It's a, that's what's that's what's worth pointing out here is like, hey, they were right about this one. But you there's know, been a ton of stuff that like Alex Jones has been wrong about. Right. I'm, I'm wearing one of Alex Jones shit right here, and yeah. I, I've been I've been wearing this for almost 20 years now. And oh, geez, I don't know, 2000. And it, for listeners that can't see you, it says 2007. It was says, an inside job. It does say Alex Jones. I should scratch that part off because I don't like him anymore. But uh, <laughs> you know, I got into it from uh, watching Loose Change. Yeah, and yeah. that's really was my big wake up call. You know, and uh, I think I'll, I'll, I'll kind of segue into that too. Is like into the you know. Uh, that you know, Mark Cuban funded that, and uh, we're going to talk about something about Mark Cuban in a minute. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, the number here is six zero three two eight three sixty one sixty. That's six zero three two eight three six one six zero. You can bring up whatever you want, whatever's on your mind. You can take control of the airwaves here, whether it's New World Order related. And there's just again, there's there's no shortage of this stuff out there. It's it's happening. It's in your face right now, or whatever's on your mind. It goes here on Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. Phones are open here. If you want to join us, you can. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. We're talking about not a theory. The the whole idea of the New World Order. This is not a theory. It's right out in your face. They're right out in the open with it these days. They're saying it publicly. I wonder why they're saying it publicly, though. Why are they using those words? Because it's time. Yeah, it's time to throw I, the veil but, off. But I don't understand what the... They have never changed the terminology. Oh, yeah, I they're mean, changing they, they it. Have, they, they, have, they have different forms the great of it. Like reset. You said, the Great Reset. Great. Fine. But, but why is the New York... They reset York, the Great Reset. They didn't, they're not doing that anymore. No, they're still doing that. Yeah, um, but why, why are they still... It's like it's a trademark for these people. Mm-hmm. The secret cabal of... Like powerful nutcases 
have been addicted to this term, New World Order, for generations. Yeah, they have. Well, they've had this plan for a very, very long time. What are they doing? And What do you think the outcome is other than, you know, widespread absolute subjugation of the masses? The conspiracy theorists out there will say that it's part of their thing to throw it in your face. Oh. Which is an interesting theory, right? Like, hey, this is what we can do to you. This is what we're doing to you. Here we are. We're doing it. What are you going to do about it? Yeah. You know, I, I've had, I've, I've may have mentioned in the past, but I've, studied magic a lot in the past and mm-hmm. magic definitely has more power if you can get more humans to will will things into being you, it works better so the more people get freaked out about this i think the more people are actually empowering it to come into existence it's a lot of symbolism and not to get too crazy into the conspiracy theories and stuff but like it, the, the symbolic nature of all of it is very significant they they you know they trained us into 9-11 there was you know Plenty of movies. Uh, look up the Lone Gunman. That that show, like an X Files spinoff show. They were letting us know they're going to, you know, crash into towers. Well, the show diverted the plane at the last second. But there's uh, plenty of other shows, like uh, even like Mario, the live action uh, movie was showing that the twin towers were collapsing perfectly at the same spot where the planes were going to hit. It was like years, like twenty years before it even happened. Yeah, and it, you know. These things are planned. They're absolutely planned. Um, conditioned us. And I wonder what they're conditioning us into now. Like we, It's like uh, you don't really see it coming. Well, that, right? it's interesting because you know hindsight's twenty twenty. so it's easy to look back and say, oh, yeah, look, there, there, there's all these things that matched what happened uh, in reality. And there's some of the uh, examples of that for the masks. Like yeah. if you, you can go back a few years and there's certain like pop stars or there's... I think Poppy is one example of uh, of somebody who was wearing a mask in this sort of like fashionable statement. And that girl has always freaked me out. Yeah. And it wasn't like, oh, okay, to say this is what's coming overtly, but it's it was awfully weird yeah. when you go back and you look at it. Mm-hmm. Hey, Bitcoin.com is where you can go to learn about cryptocurrency like Bitcoin and Bitcoin Cash. This is one thing that these people that want to control you didn't plan on, and that is cryptocurrency they're trying to figure out a way to use it now but they're getting headed off at the past well they're trying to figure out a way to stop it they're trying to figure out a way to crush it they're trying to find a way to enter their own digital non-cryptocurrency it's it's getting ugly out there what they're trying to do about crypto and that's because it is a threat to the status quo it's a threat to the central banks they're failing they are and they will fail it's going to get ugly though i mean some people are going to you know their businesses are going to be ruined they're going after coinbase now which I'm not going to shed any, any tears if Coinbase goes under, but they're they're going after a lot of companies. Uh, Library, which I am very upset about. The Library yeah. and Odyssey are under attack by the SEC. Now mm-hmm. they're SEC's threatening Coinbase. They're going after Ripple. Uh, but go to Bitcoin.com because you should learn about this. If you haven't done it yet, go to click Get Started at the top of the page, and then you can learn about Bitcoin and Bitcoin Cash. There's you can Get the basics, or you can dig deeper if you want to. This is one of those topics where you can just keep on digging and learn about. It's fascinating stuff, and it is world-changing information. If you haven't taken the time yet, hit up Bitcoin.com, click Get Started. If you already know about crypto, then get the latest news headlines over at news.bitcoin.com. Let's go to Paul. He's in Nevada listening to us on KTOX. Go ahead, Paul. Ooh, Paul, do we have you? Paul going once. Paul going twice. I will put him back on hold. Maybe we're having more. We had some technical difficulties with the phones earlier, but they were working because he was on the line when I screened the call. So we'll see if we can get him back here. You know, if you don't want to be subjugated by psychopaths, stop using their money. 
Yeah, it's one of the most important things that you can do. It to- really is that simple. If you're afraid of Bitcoin, I don't know what to tell you, man. But there, the beauty of it of cryptocurrencies is there's a whole bunch of different cryptocurrencies out there. Nobody's telling you to use just Bitcoin. There's also Litecoin and Ethereum sure. and Monero, Monero, and there's also Monero. Did I mention Monero? Because yeah, Monero's no important. Monero. It's a privacy so, coin. It's, it's a privacy coin. coin. So yeah. if you like the idea of privacy and you're afraid that you know they're going to track your your tra- your transactions and you'll be your every move. We try. That's exactly what Monero is for. High five. It exists. I, I, I was just listening to uh, Edward Snowden the other day. He was talking about how Monero is a shell game. What do you think about that? What, do, what did he mean when he said that? Um, because it's like it doesn't really have. Um, uh, you can't go look on the chain to confirm things. It's just like kind of everyone's just kind of playing well, along with that. The- is one of the concerns when yeah. when it comes to a privacy coin is you never really know how many of them are being minted. Mm-hmm. So if there's a bug in the software and yeah. somebody can exploit that then they can increase the number of Monero in the system, and no one knows. Mm-hmm. There's no way to truly well, Monero audit. has a blockchain, though. Yes, it does, but it's secret. It's a secret blockchain. Yeah, you, cannot, you can't go and look at the transactions. The only thing you can do with Monero is, and this is my understanding of it, you, if you send a transaction, you can prove that you sent that transaction, but you have to reveal a certain thing called a view key. Right. Yes. So there's like extra keys that you have to kind of put out there in order. So you have to have the transaction ID, you have to have the address from which it was sent, you have to have the view key, and then you can then you can say yes, this transaction happened. All of which is readily available in your wallet, though. It is, yeah, it is. But so that's, if you really needed to do that, but that what I'm saying is only is. you can do that. There's not somebody else on the outside who can do that because they don't have your view key. Well, this is why they I don't have the transaction ID. That's why I encourage peer to peer. For just about any of that, so yeah. that way you can like confirm it in front of them and all, all that jazz. But the, um, I, I want to say one thing about what Edward Edward Snow was saying is that he really liked Bitcoin Cash, and really? uh, yeah, and he liked um, that people are trying to develop just uh, you know BTC Bitcoin um, into more privacy, and that there could be a, a way to completely privatize the blockchain. And I, you know, I don't, I'm no, I'm no tech savvy, but. You know, hearing it from someone who has developed some really interesting uh, software, uh, the ones that's basically oppressing us now. Thanks, Snowden. But uh, mm. but he he admits it, and he knows what he did wrong. But um, that we can uh, actually go to a level where it's completely private, and that government can't track everything that we do, uh, which would be absolutely amazing. But let me try this. Uh, I think we may have Paul back here. Is this Paul in Nevada? Yes, yes, it is. All right, we got you. Go ahead. What's on your mind tonight, Paul? Oh, I take exception to the uh, calling of Henry Kissinger ugly. Oh, no, why's that? <laughs> well, I'm 72 years old. I was in college when uh, him and Nixon were bombing the crap out of people in Southeast Asia. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, a little background history. You know the National Lampoon that makes the movies? Yeah, yeah. Animal House, the vacation movies? Sure. Well, before they started making movies, they uh, they had a magazine for, I don't know, 25 years or That's so right. called National Lampoon. Well, the guys that founded National Lampoon came from Harvard University, and they belonged to the Harvard Lampoon Society. And their thing was once a year, they would publish something, a book, a magazine. Paul, hang on. I want to give you a chance to say what you got to say here. We're going to bring you back if you can stick with us. Uh, more on the way here about Henry Kissinger and the New World Order coming up. Brute Force. 
intransigent defiance, adamantine will. These are the hallmarks of the AI tank. These gigantic machines have the firepower of an army, but they also have their own sense of honor and duty. When the world breakers arrive, battle will be joined, planets will shake, and war and peace will never be the same again. World Breakers. Stories from David Weber, Larry Correa, and more. Available August 3rd from BaneBooks.com. Talk Live. You can dial in and join us here. The number is 603-283-6160. 603-283-6160. Here in the studio tonight, you've got Ian, Matt, and Joa. And you can join us online. Head over to freetalklive.com. I want to say thanks to Barefoot Anarchist for becoming a Free Talk Live gold amplifier. Barefoot Anarchists sending uh, 10 bucks a month into the AMP program. Definitely appreciate it. It helps us get on new radio stations to bring new people to the ideas of freedom. So thank you, guys, and thank you, uh, Barefoot Anarchists, specifically. So you can go to amp.freetalklive.com if you want to join him uh, to uh, join the AMP program. You can use your PayPal account or debit or credit card at amp.freetalklive.com. And you get some cool perks as well. We got Paul. He's on the line. Uh, Paul, you were telling us about Henry Kissinger and the National uh, Lampoon Group back in the 70s or whenever it was. Go ahead and uh, keep telling yeah, that story. Well, uh, 70 or 71 or 72. I'm, I'm old. It was mm-hmm. 50 years ago. Um, they published an excellent parody of Cosmopolitan magazine. I mean, it was perfect. Glossy paper. You know, the whole they went to the hill. The cover, it, it was perfect. The gorgeous woman with the floor-length evening gown, and if you look real close, her eyes are crossed. And it had a centerfold of a naked Henry Kissinger. Gross. Complete with flab rolls and appendectomy scars. <laughs> I don't know if you guys can look it up on your internet or whatever. Probably. But, uh, I don't know if I want to. Is. That's disgusting. <laughs> Henry Kissinger's bad enough as it is. But I, I had to... I've never called a radio station before, but you start talking about Kissinger. I remember that bomb-dropping son of a bitch. All right, so d- suffice it to say, when uh, when you you were saying you were taking us to task for calling him ugly, you you actually meant he was even worse than ugly. Is what you? Were oh, saying. I just saw the naked centerfold of him. Well, there it is, right there. It was, it was awesome. Yeah, we got we got it pulled up here. Uh, yeah, it's, I went through two boxes of tissues that night. <laughs> oh, thanks for the call tonight, man. I appreciate it. Wow, horrid. This I'm looking at it now, and he's he, yeah. This is oh, this is you know they say uh, politics even... is Hollywood for ugly people. It's <laughs> all just so ugly. All right, so if you want to join us here, you can. The number is 603-283-6160. We brought up the Georgia Guidestones a couple segments ago as we were talking about the New World Order where you've got these uh, government goons now in Australia just coming right out and saying it. Like, okay, it's the New World Order, oh, yeah. basically. They're just coming right out. And uh, and then there's other code words that have come out in recent years for it, like the Great Reset. That's kind of the new hip version of this but it's the same kind of people uh this guy from the world economic forum i think his name is klaus schwab and he's a he's an old dude who's got his vision for what he wants to force on people where they say that you'll own nothing and you'll love it and it's very great very reset it's very ritualistic what they're doing though 
um like we're, we're just kind of going along with it right like new world order oh yeah that sounds great well i'm not going along with it well i mean, I mean obviously that's why we moved here I, I mean i can't speak for you guys but you know i moved here to new hampshire to absolutely join together with other like-minded people and stand up and say no mm-hmm. more of this government stuff absolutely we're doing a pretty good job of that too i think so yeah this is the new individual order that's as in right. we all can act on ourselves and not be part of this uh collectivism uh, forced into it and maybe we can even get further away from that if we succeed yeah and that is something i think we're going to be talking about more in the coming weeks as a couple of state representatives here in new hampshire are gearing up to file a independence declaration uh which will will potentially be put on the ballot for the people of new hampshire to vote on in late 2022 but we'll get to that later um i think it was matt you had looked it up if i recall correctly the georgia guidestones mm-hmm. the kind of the background because mm-hmm. we were we were openly speculating about no one knows who created these things and the georgia guidestones are this just bizarre rock formation that was created in i think was the late 70s it's not a rock formation like it's not a natural thing it's a man-made yeah. you know a granite company made it for someone right and the thing is what you found out was that indeed it's not clear who the buyer was right rc christian is what he went by but it's a pseudonym it's definitely mm-hmm. not his real name but he bought the uh he 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 commissioned the stones he showed them what he wanted them to look like and they quote they thought he was a kook so they quoted him a number that was astronomical and said that They're they like, would, yeah, right, buddy. All right, here. Yeah, yep. You're and, not going to uh, buy this. And, and he bought it. He he agreed to the terms of the uh, the construction, and that included them buying all new tools to make these giant stones wow. with. And, and uh, they went they went and made it. And uh, he the guy R C Christian had bought two acres from a local farmer to put them on. And mm. then uh, shortly after the stones were unveiled, he donated those two acres to the. Uh, county in georgia that they're in so nobody owns them nobody knows who that person actually was um and the stones if you're not familiar with them they're covered with basically instructions on how to run humanity and it's uh, it talks about keeping the population under uh, a number it's 500 yeah. million 500 million this is a very very low number compared to what's already that's like one sixteenth of the earth's population yeah, yeah. So uh, here we are with the Georgia Guidestones, and they get creepier and creepier every year. <laughs> there are 10 guidelines or principles engraved, according to Wikipedia, in eight different languages, one language on each face of the four large upright stones, and uh, they are as follows. Number one, maintain humanity. So this is number one. Maintain humanity under 500 million people in perpetual balance with nature. So they're saying that this is unnatural. They're saying that even though we are part of nature. <laughs> and so therefore, 8 billion people is exactly what nature intended or and or created or whatever. This person's saying, no, we need to only have 500 million. Guide reproduction wisely. This is number two, improving fitness and diversity. Again, this sounds like right out of 1984 where, or, or at a brave new world mm-hmm. where the government gets to select who the, breeds. The breeding population. Number three, unite humanity with a living new language. Number four, rule passion, faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason. Five, protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. Well, that hasn't worked out. Six, (laughs) let all nations rule internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. Uh, Okay, we've got that. Number seven, avoid petty laws and useless officials. Okay. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm, on, I'm in. I'm on board for that one. Uh, eight, balance personal rights with social duties. No, no. That's where we're at right now. Yes. That's where the government gang is saying, look, your rights don't matter. Screw freedom, as Arnold Schwarzenegger said a couple of weeks ago. Screw your freedom. And Howard Stern, too. Howard Stern. I've got a story about really? Stern. Yeah, Stern's in the news today for talking trash. The so-called libertarian, I Howard I like he's Stern. just trying to keep his job is what he's doing. Of course They'll just kick him off the air. But anyways. Well, he's never been a libertarian anyway. I mean, At he's, all. He's pretended to be a libertarian when it's suit when it's suited Right, him. the protecting of free speech and all yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, well, of course he supports free speech. That's his business. Right, right. Uh, but uh, anyway, balance personal rights with social duties. No, if you are a freedom-loving person, it's all about the individual rights. Social duties is the excuse that the government uses to restrict your freedoms. It's for the children. And you never get them back. The people in Australia that are on total lockdown right now, they're not getting freedom back. No, forget about it. What they're saying right now in Australia and this is what's going to come to Los Angeles and New York City and, and other you know cities, if not states, around the United States sooner or later. What they're saying to the people in Australia in, for instance, New South Wales, where they're still on lockdown after months now, I think it was June, July, uh, Porkfest time, mm-hmm. when they, they first got locked down. What they're saying is, once we get to 70% of vaccinated, then we'll allow you vaccinated people to have some freedoms again. Mm. You know, so I, you're not going to go ahead. Well, one way to like depopulate uh, the planet is to shut down bars, right? Sure. That, you know how many you know how many kids are made because people met at the bar. On the flip side of that coin, another way to depopulate the planet, and if the reports are true, you know the reports of a two year old girl whose parents got the vaccine and she didn't. She two years old menstruated a giant blood clot because oh they were shedding. You know, whatever the vaccine is off on her and her little body reacted that way. If this is the case and it's going to make stupid people infertile, we might just end up with us, guys. The oh, final two, that, ladies. <laughs> the final two on the Georgia Guidestones, number nine. Prize truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite. Okay, that sounds nice. Uh, Ten, be not a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature. Leave room for nature. So there's, again, suggesting that humans aren't part of nature. Right. That's totally false. There's more coming up here in moments. This is Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live, and you can join us here. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. With you tonight, it's Ian. Matt. And Joa. We are talking about, oh, you know, things related to the current the current crackdown on freedom that's happening mostly across the globe. There are a few pockets of sanity here and there, but for the most part, uh, government goons from across the planet seem to agree on the playbook. And some people would say that this playbook has been in production for many, many years with the... Uh, people like uh, George H.W. Bush talking about the New World Order back in the 1980s to today when you have bureaucrats in New South Wales admitting it, and more than one, using the terminology New World Order. And one yeah. guy corrected himself after he said it as acting as though it was a misstatement, but he himself had already said it in another press conference, as did another one of their health minister types so and of course these are just the most recent iterations of this. There have been a, a myriad of different politicians and big wigs who've been talking about this. So you've got those people just basically throwing it right in your face, and then they have their spokespeople, their unofficial spokespeople like Howard Stern, 
uh, getting on the air and talking trash. The supposed libertarian who at one time uh, ran, I believe, for some sort of political office in New York State as a libertarian Did candidate. He? I didn't know that. Yeah. Huh. This was years and years ago. It might have been for like New York Senate or something like that. Uh, but he did he did throw his hat in the ring as a uh, quote unquote libertarian because it suited his little play. It suited his acting job. You know, oh, the, he's all about Howard Stern. Howard Stern's about Howard Stern, mm-hmm. and that's about it. And so if it if it suits him, it's for him. And obviously, liberty isn't for him because here's what he had to say most recently. This apparently. Uh, was I don't know if it was today or yesterday. Very, very recently, the story uh, was printed yesterday over at thehill.com. Radio host Howard Stern blasted opponents of the COVID-19 vaccine on Tuesday, stating that, quote, nut jobs are trampling on his, quote, freedom to live. So his freedom is under attack by people like us. Somehow the fact that we don't want to put some sort of foreign substance into our veins is restricting Howard Stern's freedom. He said to his listeners on his Sirius XM program, quote, when are we going to stop putting up with idiots in this country and just say it's mandatory to get vaccinated? That's so libertarian of him, right? This is not an uncommon viewpoint, by the way. There have been, it's not just Stern. It's other people in like newspaper editorial sections who've been calling for mandatory vaccinations. All the propaganda outlets. Yeah. He says, as I remember, when I went to school, you had to get a measles vaccine. You had to get a mumps vaccine, he said. And there are indeed requirements for kids to get vaccines to go to government school. That is true. And that's part of what they're building all of this off of. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, well, we already had these vaccine requirements. It's just another one. This is not those vaccines, though. This is a different kind of thing, and it's not made the same way those vaccines are. Not to mention this entire crisis. We're talking about cryptocurrency earlier and what it's doing. You know, our raid is a good example of what that turns into. They are the state is going down in flames. There's nothing they can do to prevent it. And cryptocurrency is a death knell to them. And just just its very existence is a death knell to every government on Earth. And I think the governments at this point realize that. Mm -hmm. I think they're very afraid of it. They're getting desperate. And I got to tell you, I think this whole COVID-19 crisis feels kind of rushed to market. If you ask me, it's got tons of holes in it. You know, if the government just throws more money at cryptocurrency, they might be able to control it. Good wink, luck. wink. <laughs> Even if they buy a bunch of it, yeah, yeah. Try it. Go ahead. It's not too early. It's not too late. Go ahead. Buy in. F them, said Stern. F their freedom. I want my freedom to live. I want to get out of the house. I want to go next door and play chess. I want to take some pictures. This is BS. Here's an idea, Howard. Go outside. Go next door. There you play go. some chess. Take some take some pictures. Stop being such a little bitch and doing what the government tells you to do. Right. You're the problem. People like that, that just do what they're told, they're the problem. They're mm-hmm. the reason why we don't have freedom. You want to complain about not having freedom? Go look in the mirror. Absolutely. Right. Well he goes said, on. Ian. He goes on. The other thing I hate is all these people c- with COVID who won't get vaccinated or at the hospitals clogging it up, he said, dubbing vaccine opponents as imbeciles, exclaiming further, so like, if you have a heart attack or any kind of problem, you can't even get into the ER, and I'm really of mind to say, look, if you didn't get vaccinated and you got COVID, you don't get into a hospital. Go F yourself, Stern continued. You had the cure, and you wouldn't take it. He also rallied against Texas's uh, controversial law that bans abortions, 
and then goes off on Donald Trump. So <laughs> somehow they're gonna connect Donald Trump to everything. You you basically know who they're working for if at the end of the diatribe they blurt out Donald Trump's name. Yeah. Like the, the, <laughs> that that whole the whole Donald Trump thing is so over with, but they keep like dragging him out, grinding it into does like it makes them look really bad in my opinion. I think they looked bad in the beginning for well, I mean they look bad as a rule, but I mean just bringing Donald Trump into it over and over and over and over and over again is just so old. I am not a Trump supporter, but my god, please stop, please stop talking about Donald Trump at this point. I can't listen to it anymore. So you got Howard Stern saying, go F yourself. Uh, he says, F their freedom, meaning our freedom. Right. Uh, you got Arnold Schwarzenegger saying, F your freedoms. So there's definitely like a trend here. Yeah. People with fairly large name recognition talking trash about those people who dare to refuse to obey this. A, a lot of gyms were pulling down Arnold's posters. Really? And that. Yeah. And nice. he, he lost big endorsements and... Yeah, like Did good, he? yeah, yeah. It was when was this? Uh, when it all happened, the COVID thing. Well, no, his uh, him saying uh, "f your freedom." Oh, that. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Good. They, they weren't going to put that. up with that. No. Yeah. What a shame. And it's uh, it's just these people. They are desperate, like you're saying, Matt. They uh, they definitely want to get people like us being made to look like we're crazy. Oh my mm-hmm. God, you're not doing what you're told. Could- there's. Could you imagine like all the meatheads at the gym saying, "Oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go along with this"? No, they're well, all spotting gyms. each other and like they're getting real close. They're not gonna yeah. wear the mask six feet. They're not gonna do any of that. The gyms are the real like uh, they're the holdouts. I mean, yeah. there's those guys in they've been uh, great Jersey, yeah. But it's not just the guys in Jersey. They're just the most visible ones. They're mm-hmm. the ones that made the biggest headlines for refusing to shut down during the the COVID shutdowns. Yeah. They're actually facing. I believe it's like fifteen thousand dollar a day fines now, and they uh, the, the one of the most recent updates. I, f- I follow the guy on social media. His name's Ian Smith, and he posted a f- two weeks ago. Maybe he posted that they had just gotten notice that the government, uh, the government gang there in New Jersey, has now gotten permission by the courts to pierce the corporate veil. What does and that go mean? after the uh, owners of the gym individually. So normally LLCs or corporations are protection for the owners from liability for what a business does, right? So if the business racks up some fines or if the, you know, there's a judgment against the business by somebody suing the business, usually that just means that the person who got the judgment or the government can clear out the bank account of the business, but that's as far as it can go. Like you can close the business, you can shut down, you can liquidate their assets. So, in other words, the state of New Jersey is using this to kill LLCs. Well, they're taking, uh, targeting these guys specifically. They're piercing setting some the, precedent, though, for other LLCs. It's probably been done in other cases, but they're piercing the corporate veil. And the idea being that normally the corporation provides a, a veil, a covering, uh, a cloak for the owners of the corporation from liability, and here they're saying nope. You got to pay now. So if you, the owner, has money in, because we know the 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 gym itself, it's cleaned out. They've already taken all the money out of their bank account. Right. They hit them for over one hundred sixty thousand dollars, taken right out of their bank account last year. So now they're like, all right, well, you quote unquote owe us millions of dollars in fines because it's been, you know, eighteen months and tens of thousands of dollars a day. You you do the math. It it adds up to a lot of money. 
uh, that these guys quote-unquote owe for just opening the doors to their business. So now they're saying, you two owners, we're going to come after your bank accounts now. So that's what's happening with them right now. That's the latest on that situation. And you know what? They're still opening up their doors. Oh, boy. They're still going in. They're still going into work. They're still letting people come and work out. Uh, it's called the Attilus Gym. They're in uh, Belmar, New Jersey. Heroes. But, yeah, they're that's amazing. the way to do it. That's yeah. the way everybody should be doing that. Unfortunately, they're not. Did you hear about that but gym they in uh, in Lebanon, New Hampshire? I the did. Calm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they were going to have a Christmas party, and he bailed. That sounds like religion, right? Christmas mm-hmm. party. But he chickened and out. He chickened out. Yeah. Yeah. He was trying to have a herd immunity party. Oh. Yeah, I called. I called the guy to yeah. see, you know, about going up there, and that's when he told me that he wasn't going to do it because we would have gone up. We would have gone up and backed him up. I talked to him personally mm-hmm. on on Facebook, and he uh, he said the whole thing was a joke, and he was really just setting it all up for the news. He backed out. It was all planned. Yeah. He planned to cancel and everything. What a douche! I don't believe him. Six zero three two eight three sixty one sixty. That's the number here. You can join us. You can bring up anything. Hour number three is on the way. This is Free Talk Live. Do you feel like your country no longer holds your values? Have you dreamt of a place where liberty-minded people can come together and leave government overreach behind? There are many people just like you that are discovering FreePrivateCities.com. They start at FreePrivateCities.com and connect via the social media links shown there. All skills will be needed when the first of the Free Private Cities open. It's sooner than you think. Stop arguing and build FreePrivateCities.com. FreePrivateCities.com. Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want here. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Here tonight, it's Ian, Matt, and Joa. We're going to go into your phone calls and thoughts, but coming up, Joe, you've got a story out of Texas where they're proving yet again that it is not a free place to live. They're going to be mandating that sports teams in Texas play uh, the national anthem. Yeah. uh, Shark Tank star Mark Cuban's Dallas Mavericks face tests on new Texas National Anthem Law. We'll talk about it coming up here in moments. The number, if you want to join us again, 603-283-6160. Let's go to your phone calls and thoughts first, though. Uh, we'll go to Major Payne in Michigan. You're on Free Talk Live. Hey, good evening, Jim. Hey, what's on your mind? I'm I'm awful sad and uh, disappointed to hear about Mark of the Mavericks going just snake coiling. What did I, what about him? Sorry, what what about Mark of the Mavericks? Well, you guys just didn't hear that news bleep. I must it, have missed uh, it. I, no, I just read it. He's talking about Mark no. Cuban. But what it was? Yeah, what yeah. about Mark Cuban? Well, the fact that he's he's supporting all this heinous, you know, this this, this ridiculous satire that we're dealing with here in America. I mean, when you say he's supporting I, 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 this ridiculous I, I, satire, what specifically are you taking issue with this guy? I don't know a whole lot about him. I know he's really right. wealthy. Uh, what about him? I think herd immunity is a very viable part of combating and defeating this thing. I, I'm over 60 years old. Mm-hmm. I survived this thing without losing my taste or smell or anything. Okay. My ancestors have been on the shores of this country for 100 years before the Revolutionary War. We have survived every plague that was ever thrown at man. And... uh 
I, 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 the, so are you saying the, the smart the, Cuban the, supports the, vaccinations or something? Right. It's not really clear. I'm not clear on what you're saying about this guy. Well, this, I, 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 that was just a blurb that popped into my head. My call wasn't about Mr. Mark. That just oh, okay. popped in right quick before I got to talk to you. My my basis of my call is nowhere near upon him. Um, but anyway, I'm, herd immunity is the real deal. And uh, if we can, th- this disease was manufactured. And it's the first time we've ever had to deal with a manufactured disease. So this is all new school to all these old fools that are trying to tell us what to do. Uh, it, it's it, I got to go with my gut instincts here. There's no way in hell I'm going to take that shot. Well, just like um, just like the the virus is manufactured, the shots just as much manufactured, right? Well, the shots and the swabs have been proven to be. uh, There was a guy I forget where it was, but he went went into one of these clinics and he ran out with a swab, and they cut this thing open, and the virus was in the swab. Now that one I have not heard. I've not heard get whacked. Yeah, I haven't heard that particular allegation. Uh, what I have heard about the swabs is that they're using a, a specific agent to um, sanitize the swabs. Yes. That is a known, known cancer carcinogen, yeah, carcinogen yeah. Uh, especially when inhaled, specifically when uh, when inhaled. So that's definitely a concern and major pain. Thanks for the call tonight. For what it's worth, I did look up Cuban and his opinion on the vaccine. He did get the vaccine. And he believes in it, and he believes people should get it. So, yeah, he's a pro-vaccine guy. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to continue here. We've got Bad Slave. He's on the line in New Hampshire. You're on Free Talk Live. Bad Slave. Yeah, thanks for taking my call. Yes, I um, wanted to uh, just uh, say that uh, that Howard Stern ran for governor, and he actually got on the ballot in the you know legally on the Libertarian Party, and would have been actually. Uh, you know, in the vote for uh, the Democrat and the Republican all at the same time. And, uh, you know, he chose to uh, back out. I mean, I think he got pushed out, too, Uh, got backed out because he claimed that he didn't want to disclose his uh, financial status. And I don't think that that's ever been a law. I think that disclosing financial status uh, as a candidate is something that only, uh, uh, you know, people volunteer to do. I mean, in effect, uh, Trump didn't. And I, you know, and I honor him for that. I would honor, I would have honored uh, 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 Howard to, do the same if he had, uh, you know, fought that. Are you there? Yeah, just yeah. listening to what you're saying about it. And it was not a surprise oh, okay, to me that great. he wouldn't, uh, surpri- you know, wouldn't fight that. He's a, he's a coward and he's not a libertarian. That's right. Oh, I think I think he he would have upset the the uh, vote count too greatly, you know, mm-hmm. for the Democrats and Republicans involved, and uh, and and that would have. Uh, 
I doubt it. I mean, yeah. it's New York State. People see the libertarians. They're delusional. They think they actually have a chance. They keep running candidates. They keep trying to uh, to win within the system, and you know they don't even they don't get anywhere. I don't even think Howard Stern would have well, would have uh, gotten anywhere. That he would have come anywhere. I don't know what you just started talking through a pillow or something. It's really hard to hear you now. Oh, I'm sorry. There you go. I I said I say that uh, that he was just afraid of of switching the vote from you know Democrat to Republican or vice versa. That uh, that they. They had a, a candidate in mind. I mean, you know, we go into these elections with uh, with assigned candidates, and uh, and uh, you know, and and it was uh, it, it was a terrible, terrible upset for all of the Democrats to have lost uh, the opportunity to get uh, Clinton in there instead of Trump. Thanks for the call tonight, Slave. Appreciate it. The the number here is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. If you are in New York, you should do like Matt did and get the hell out. Leave. Just go. How much more free are you in New Hampshire now? Oh, exponentially more free. Not even. It's a different planet. How delusional are the libertarians that are still in New York? Um, I don't think it's a delusion. I think what I is think, it? I, it's, what what it's, keeps them there? They love of their home. Mm-hmm. We're very prideful people, in New York. I mean, how upstate bad York does your home not, have to be on fire before you're like, you is, know what? The thing is, upstate New York is not downstate New York. Mm-hmm. There's a different. It's a different planet. Um, unfortunately, in upstate New York, we are under the impression that we are still free, and we we do that. Not thinking that we actually are. We do that as an act of defiance. We pretend to be free as an act of defiance um, against the reality that downstate is caused. Hmm. That's like very similar to like Boston controlling the whole state. Yeah. And then like Western Mass. Yeah, Western is like Mass very is defiant. nothing like that. Nothing like yeah. that. Yeah. Hmm. Um, you it's know, very clear divided lines in Massachusetts. Yeah. Too. When I first moved to New Hampshire, I was concerned because I moved close to the Massachusetts state line. And mm-hmm. I'm like... I don't know if I want to be that close to Mass. And then I met some people from Western, like Northern Mass. I'm like, oh my God, these people are worse than, than uh, we are in New York. Yeah. <laughs> these are some cowboy type people out here in you know Western Mass. So, uh, you know, I've said for a long time, you know, at the end of the day, it's going to come down between, it's not a revolution of, of uh, the people against the government. It's a revolution of the country people versus the city people, mm. the, the, the Highlanders versus the Lowlanders. And that's, you know, I think that's always been the case. You've got Lowlanders who have a posh life in the city and they're helpless. They're basically domestic animals. And you have us wild animals out in the country, very happy being wild animals. It reminds me a lot of the Civil War because uh, the North could not grow their food in the winter, so they had to basically, you know, you know, raise, uh, well, they had to tax the South because they were making so much money. Hmm. So, like, you know, this is all these conflicts. Now I'm going to get into Civil War, but, you know, they it was like this huge divide that was going on, but now these divides have really localized, mm-hmm. and uh, it's kind of scary because then you got, like, you know, one side you got the Antifa, then the other side you got the Proud Boys, and they're pitting against each other, and really, they're not the, you, you guys are not the problem against each other. It's the government pitting you against each other. Y'all should band together and let's go. Like, yeah, is Antifa opposing the new mandate on uh, corporations that's going to require the vaccine? Because that's straight-up fascism. Sure. Yeah. They're not going to oppose that. Well, they nope. like the mass mandates. Yeah. <laughs> We're coming up here in moments. It's Free Talk Live. You can join us.
Talk Live. Phones are open here. If you want to join us, the number for you is 603-283-6160. It's 603-283-6160. And last year, we told you about Intercoin, which can help any business and organization launch their own currency or raise money using their own token. Now, Intercoin.org has launched worldwide. So if there's a token that you want to launch or an app you want to build, you can go to intercoin.org, enter your email, and the team will get in touch and learn about your needs. While you're at it, you can get some intercoins for yourself. That's intercoin.org. We're going to go to your phone calls and thoughts, and then we'll talk about what's going on in Texas with a, a new mandate for sports teams and requiring... The national anthem, because, you know, Texas is all about freedom. That's why they make mandates on people. Uh, let's go first, though, to Footloose, calling us uh, from New Hampshire. Footloose, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, what's on your mind? Uh, so I was calling in to talk about some events that are happening now and uh, coming up. There's a big one on September 18th that I wanted to put in everybody's ear if they haven't heard about it yet. Tell me about it. What is it? It is called Worldwide Demonstration 4.0, and this is a global movement to take a stand for five freedoms, freedom of speech, freedom of movement, freedom of assembly, freedom of health, freedom of choice. So I like all those. Generic, yeah, it's a generic banner for people to get under. It's a movement. It's not an organization, you know, um, but there are multiple groups all across New Hampshire and New England that um, joined together to form the Worldwide Demonstration New England um, group, you know what I mean? And so anybody who wants to get under it and who wants to stand for those five freedoms, you're all welcome. Uh, so the next event, every other month, they have a worldwide global event. This is the fourth one. Uh, we've done three here in New Hampshire. Hmm. Uh, but this next one is going to be a New England event in Nashua. We have a speaker flying in called Mary Toko. She's a vaccine researcher, very knowledgeable on that and mm. health. Um, so I'd like to invite everybody down there on the 18th. And this is going on, well, worldwide, presumably. I found a website. Is it WorldWideDemonstration.com? Yeah, that's the main website, and I mean, this is all volunteer force. They're not getting money or anything like mm -hmm. that. It's similar to the White Rose sticker movement, if anyone's familiar with that. It's oh, yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. Sticker pimp right here, Footloose. Sticker pimp, yeah. So uh, another thing, we in the interim, between the last one and the next one, we've used the page to uh, put together – some protests outside Dartmouth-Hitchcock locations, uh, particularly in Concord, Lebanon. We had one going 24-7 for 30 days, mm -hmm. but uh, it's so far out there, it's hard for people to get to. And, you know, instead of spreading out our resources, we're going to focus on these Concord locations. And Manchester is starting up next week. So if you go to the events section of the Facebook page. Which Facebook page? Uh, it is there. Just to clarify, what, what's the Facebook? It's Worldwide Demonstration colon New England. And um, we're also on Telegram. 
So you can go there and the events should also be listed there as well. I might okay. actually have to update the times. I'll do that right after the call for the Telegram group. Hey, hey Footloose, um, I first met you uh, uh, defending the homeless encampment in uh, in Manchester. And yes, there's sir. also uh, another thing coming up. They're going to try to kick the homeless out of Manchester again. Where are they at now? Yeah. I, I'm I not really that, sure. Uh, somebody sent that to me. It and was me. I... Oh, okay. Yeah, that was you. And um, yeah, we got to do something about that. I think we need to put together another uh, event because they're just gonna uh, the state's gonna come in with their hazmat suits, with box cutters, and start tearing them up and tearing making a tents. mockery out of these yeah. people. It's disgusting what they do to them. It is. I mean, all they're doing is like spreading them around everywhere else, and just making it that much more difficult for them to lift themselves up out of homelessness. You know, like, how many times can they move tent. them? They're lucky if they have a tent. You're lucky if you have a tent. You know what I mean? Yeah. How many times can they move them? I don't know, but um, housing should be a fundamental human right. I'm I'm of that mindset, and it's better to have them sleeping in their tents wherever than having them strewn all over the business area up and down Elm Street. I mean, I, it's just, it's ridiculous. If I had it my way, every single homeless person in Manchester or across the state just march into the state house and call it home. <laughs> they got to get, we would have to bust them in. They, they don't even know what's going on. They don't watch the news. They're not really up to, I was homeless. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. I know I've come from that. I work with the homeless. I work for Manchester mental health on the act team and the mobile crisis team. I'm running for Alderman ward four. I should say that if anybody's listening from Manchester and you're in ward four, I need your vote. And that's actually my bread and butter right there is solving the homelessness crisis. Well, one of the reasons why the homeless have a difficult time, and obviously there's a few people that just want to be on the street, but there's a bunch of people who are in you know difficult financial straits. Um, I don't agree that it's a right to have a home because in order to have a what they call a positive right, whether it's a right to a home or a right to health care, ultimately that forces somebody else to provide for you. And so I don't think you have the right to force another person to provide for you. But at the other, on the other hand, I think you also do have a right to live peacefully in a yes. place where you are not unwanted. So there are people who have private property, who are willing to let homeless people stay on that private property. It happened out in Keene. Yeah. Uh, there, it was more than a decade ago. The city of Keene targeted a homeless encampment that was on a private property owned by the guy that, that owns the Hannaford Shopping Plaza here. Yeah. There's a bunch of woods out back there, and this guy, he knew the homeless people were there. He was in favor of them being there. That didn't matter to the city who came in there and said, nope, you can't be here. You don't have a building permit. You've got this little lean-to that you built here. We're going to come in. We're going to tear down your uh, your shed, basically, and we're going to kick you out of here. It's like in a situation like that where the property owner says, hey, I want him to be here. Or the guy that, uh, what was his name? Uh, the Dave, the old guy that was living by the, down by the river. Oh, River Dave, yeah. River Dave, another example mm-hmm. of a guy who at one time he had permission to, he had permission to be there and the government gang coming in just to ruin these people's lives even yeah. worse than they already are it's yeah. tragic it's it's no different what they did to river dave is what they did to the uh homeless people in manchester and i, I uh, footloose and i were down there and we like we we stood out there to protect these people it rained that's why they probably didn't come this in this was outside the courthouse yes and yeah. it's that's public pro- property and it's like i think it should they should be there they're they're showing the scars of the city right on their lawn, yep. and the reason why they're there is because the oppression, maybe drug charges, maybe mm-hmm. like you know other little frivolous things with no victims, uh, have caused them to be out on the streets. And if you go through there now today, where they were, mm-hmm. 
it looks like a mini FEMA camp. They put up all these oh, oh the barbed wire and stuff. Right? Well, it's uh, no, they have like uh, like black fencing and mm-hmm. like sharp spikes on the top. But then it's like they have this one little pathway that they only open the doors of this little part of the pathway at certain times of day while the court is open. And mm-hmm. it looks like a little FEMA camp. Creepy. I'm like, yeah, it is a little creepy. If you guys ever drive by there, you, you know what I'm talking about. All right, so Footloose, keep us in the loop as this develops, will you? Let us know how this uh, this protest goes. It's uh, coming up on the 18th. It's worldwide protest, or worldwide demonstration, excuse me, is apparently the New website. England, yeah. And, and .com, because it's, it's global as well. And, and thanks, uh, thanks for the call tonight, man. I appreciate it. Uh, people getting out in the streets... Taking a stand for five freedoms. Freedom of speech, freedom of movement, freedom of choice, freedom of assembly, and freedom of health. All of which are being targeted these days. And they are being targeted all across the planet. So it seems like a pretty important event. More coming up. It's Free Talk Live. When a lunar observatory detects a radio broadcast originating from Proxima Centauri, the nations of Earth discover their first contact with an alien race may also be their last. With the Proximans facing an extinction-level disaster, Earth must choose between sending a ship on a multi-year journey or allowing nature to take its course. Saving Proxima, a hard science fiction thriller by Travis S. Taylor and Les Johnson. From BaneBooks.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want here. Number is 603 283 6160. Whether it's uh, giving us a heads up to something going on that maybe we hadn't heard about or our listeners might not have heard about, like the upcoming worldwide demonstration on 9-18, on the 18th of this month. So that is um, just over a week from now. So that would be not this coming Saturday, but the following Saturday, uh, WorldWideDemonstration.com calling for an international rally uh, going on all over the planet emboldening people to push back against coronavirus-related restrictions in their countries. This is from the uh, WorldWideDemonstration.com about page. The event is deployed by member organizations in each city with full local autonomy at the grassroots level. They are coordinated in a decentralized manner using international consensus to align the date, leaving all event-related decisions in the hands of our local implementers. Uh, So this is good. It's not uh, not like some sort of centrally controlled group of communists or whatever. Uh, all events operated by worldwide demonstration member organizations are peaceful and apolitical. They're taking a stand for five important freedoms, freedom of speech, freedom of movement, freedom of choice, freedom of assembly, and freedom of health. They say lockdowns and border closures have taken lives to increase suicide rates and destroyed livelihoods, causing financial ruin. And we've talked about these things for yeah. you know for a long time. No population should ever be subjected to ubiquitous public incarceration which is what lockdowns are. Excessive coronavirus restriction measures must come to an end and all state of emergency declarations enabling them must be repealed. Tyrannical suppression of dissenting voices must be stopped. Our uh, YouTube channel was restricted two days ago. Yeah. And peaceful citizen assembly must be respected by police forces instead of being violently crushed. We have had our bodily autonomy violated by mask mandates, restricting our ability to breathe and speak freely all mask mandates must end. Plans to mandate coronavirus vaccinations enforced by totalitarian vaccine passports are being rolled out internationally. 
couple of Hawaiian cities just announced their plans for mandated vaccine passports. Quebec province uh, in Canada just rolled theirs out. France, Italy, New York City, Papers, New please. Orleans. If I heard there's left. a lot of pushback in France, though. There is. Uh, and I imagine a bunch of French people are going to be at this event, too. Any mandates that violate informed consent must be stopped totally through legal and activist pushback. As one massive, united, and peaceful community, we will stand up to demand an end to the current restrictions and authoritarian control measures. Authoritarian coronavirus restrictions have damaged our lives more than any virus has. And even if the effects of the virus were more damaging, the restrictions to our freedoms would still have been unjust and unlawful. I don't know who wrote this, but I, there's nothing I disagree with. So Spot far. on. Mm-hmm. This is really good stuff. And I, I'm really happy that Footloose is pushing this. He's yeah. a really good organizer. He's, he he's gotten some big uh, events going. And yeah, There's more. It says, Our fundamental freedoms have top priority, and we can't allow them to become constrained for the sake of the generations that follow us. Boy, man, there's nothing that is more disturbing about this than what is happening to those poor kids out there being forced mm-hmm. to walk around with masks on, can't see the uh, you know the faces of their fellow humans. It is just the yeah. level of destruction that that is causing to their human spirit yeah. is just incalculable. Or like if you're a, if you're a parent and you need to send your kids to public schools, you have no other choice, but you don't want to vaccinate them because you want them to be able to have kids one day. Mm. Now you're going to get the fake COVID. Uh, Passports. No, just don't send your kids to the government yeah. schools. Oh, there are solutions. If you want to find the solution, yes. you'll find it. Yeah, Quality most, of life most people is, don't know is any Vermont State Troopers anyway. So. Yeah. <laughs> As the freedom movement develops around the world, a variety of new solutions are arising that will enable people to take the power back. They say an international freedom movement is emerging that is building alternatives to established power structures and ways of living. People are choosing to leave densely populated areas and forming new communities where they can more effectively govern themselves. People around the world are saying enough is enough and are refusing to comply with overbearing restrictions and helping others to gain the confidence to begin their journey of noncompliance. And that is what it takes. It, it does take people being willing to show the way. Because yeah. it's scary, you know. Nobody wants to go to jail. It is not something that the average person wants to face. But unfortunately, if you aren't willing to, then they will do anything they want to to you. They mm-hmm. will pass unending levels of restriction yeah. because they know people are too scared to do anything about it. Well, I'm willing to go to jail for a parking ticket. Yep, yeah. I okay. have gone to jail for you know civil disobedience, sure. and you have as well, uh, Joa, in the past. Uh, people around the world, they say, are uh, again saying is enough and is enough. People are making their government serve them again. Well, <laughs> not yet. Uh, by running against established candidates with a grassroots activist freedom movement backing them, I wish them the best, but I don't see that as being particularly successful yeah, unless you come before. to New Hampshire. I mean, if you want to have a chance at, at political yes. successes, you have to have not just you know grassroots support, but you've got to have a groundswell of people. Who are, who are you know enlarging a group mm-hmm. that is getting bigger and in in a lot of places the freedom community is just too small it's just a group of people that complain on Facebook or complain on telegram or you know get together quietly at a, a coffee shop or a restaurant once uh, once a week to complain together and uh, the movement that we have here in New Hampshire is something special it's something different 
And we can do a lot of the things they're talking about in this in this paragraph here. Yeah. And a lot of people elsewhere, you just don't have the numbers. I, I, I see a lot of people talk about like the Free State Project and people moving to New Hampshire for freedom. There's a lot of misnomers out there. I think these every time I, wa- I watch these videos on YouTube, they've gotten it wrong on every single level. And I'm like, no, I'm here. I'm seeing it. You guys, you don't know what you're talking about. Come here, experience it for a little bit. Come and visit. Go to Porkfest, Forkfest. And see what it's about, because like you're gonna find out that this is a quality people, and I'm so Absolutely. glad I came here because, you know, Absolutely. look at look who's There's nothing like me it. right now. Yeah, There's- I want to circling back to our New York conversation a mm-hmm. few minutes ago, to New Yorkers out there who are actually doing things. If you are actually actively doing things to encourage liberty to respawn in New York State, your efforts would go so far. Oh, yeah. here in New Hampshire. New Hampshire, you will be instantly free when you come here compared to New York. So you actually have a chance of winning here. Yes. We are winning. People in the, the Free State Project are getting elected. It's not some sort of fantasy. It's yeah, not some we, sort we of have, pie in the we, sky. We have local anti-freedom uh, groups writing like fear. Like They're genuinely they're afraid. afraid of us. Yeah. They are genuinely afraid, and they should be, and that's because we're winning. Yeah, that's because we're not a sideshow here like the libertarians everywhere else, where you're either completely ignored or you're laughed at. Here they are fighting us, and they're afraid of losing control and losing power. Let's go to your phone calls, though, your thoughts. Rod is on the line in West Virginia listening to WVTS there in Charleston. Go ahead, Rod. Yes, sir. Um of all the news, many different sources of news that I've heard, um, it, I have yet to ever hear one time where the ta- groups like the Taliban, ISIS, uh, who have attacked us, the United States, and other countries, where one time I'd like to just... Well, hold on, hold on. Before you get to your point, as I understand it, the Taliban and ISIS have never attacked the United States. That's never happened. Well, I mean... That, well, they were fighting us in Afghanistan, at least I interpreted Well, if somebody way. invades uh, your neighborhood, you'd probably fight them too, right? Okay, yeah. No, I, I agree. I mean, right. right. Go I ahead. I wouldn't disagree well, with you. But yeah. where, what is the source? Who, who supplies them with their weapons, their bombs, their ammunition? Oh, you didn't hear? weaponry. The United yeah, States I'm federal sorry. government did. For years. Oh, that's so. Uh, is there a new source they're getting? We surely can't be giving them those uh, so- weapons and, and ammunition now, are we? I mean, uh, <laughs> oh man, are we, are we doing that now? I'm sure if, if there was not, a ton of equipment that the U.S. government just left behind when oh, they, yeah, yeah, excluding that. Oh, excluding but, that. Well, yeah, I mean, for, it's only for, been a couple of weeks, right? So, like, they haven't. They don't. First of all, they don't need any new equipment right now because they've just got an S ton of it left there. Literally, was oh, it yeah. billions of dollars they worth got of four C one thirty helicopters, they got four C one thirty, all kinds of uh, guns, yes. just insane. But before well, that, it wasn't it true that the U.S. government armed them against the Russians back in the day? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So, I mean, well, you know, going back the, for decades, the, the Taliban US. was created by the CIA. Yeah, and then there's that too. Oh, well, that's interesting. There you go, Rod. Something to think about, man. Thanks for the call tonight. I definitely appreciate hearing from you. The number is 603-283-6160. Hmm, so the U.S. federal government arms people around the globe, then makes them their enemies, and then taxes people trillions of dollars to go fight them. Hmm, military-industrial complex. There might be a thing there. This is Free Talk Live. Moments remain. Enough time here if you want to join us. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. 
And here in the studio with you tonight, it's Ian. Matt and Joe. Joe, where can people see more of your work? Uh, Break in the Flaw on Library in Odyssey, as well as YouTube, but... <laughs> Let's not go Burn there because they just gave me a strike lease. Did recently. they? Yeah. What was your strike for? Well, I was in uh, in Panucci's in Manchester. It's it was a, a club. Yeah, yeah, a club. And um, they were telling us to leave, and we couldn't leave. They were like, they're telling us to leave, but then at the door, they're like, no, you can't go out there. There's something going on, and it was like gun threats and everything like that. And it's funny because like uh, this this place let me in with my gun, and uh, which. They were checking everyone. Hmm. But then um, after, like, so while I was doing that, there's music playing, and I got the strike on that. Oh, just for having music in the background? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Well, that can't happen on the Odyssey system. So check them out over at Odyssey. Easy way to get there is just go to uh, video.freetalklive.com, and then in the search bar, just type in Breaking the Flaw. Yep, that's F-L-A-W. We're going to go to the phones, to your calls and thoughts. Dave Ridley is on the line here calling from New Hampshire. Dave, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, guys. I have, hey. Uh, speaking of winning, I have another victory to report. Uh, Reopenandh.com uh, is reporting this. Apparently, they uh, they uh, sent out uh, emails trying to get the – there was the Department of Health and Human Services in New Hampshire was holding a meeting mm. to try and establish a vaccine registry of all New Hampshireites. And so they sent out an email opposing it. And uh, within 48 hours, I guess uh, everyone else, you know, their members sent 300 emails to the DHHS opposing this. And 200 of them apparently showed up at a meeting, so many that they had to shut the meeting down. I heard about this. So they used the excuse that the meeting was too well attended to shut it down. I guess so. Yep. They said the room could only hold 95 people and there were 200 now, are they going to reschedule the meeting or just hold it secretly? That's that's my understanding. Uh, mm-hmm. When I talked to, I called a local talk radio about it this morning, and the host told me that there was some concern that maybe the meeting had been like, the, like there was insufficient notice given of the meeting anyway, mm. um, and so this at least will allow the public to have enough notice. And uh, this this video, you can watch uh, this happen on YouTube and Library Hope. Uh, and this was actually Footloose uh, recording this. Yeah, uh, he was on earlier, but it's a uh, absolute defiance, and it's a uh, it was show like a line in the sand as the logo, and you can see the videos from that happening. All right, Ridley, anything else the you host, want to share? The host asked me, you know, why why should they not have a vaccine registry? And and I wasn't really ready for that question, but my thought was just it, it, it's a monopoly. You, you, you know, I know people don't think about this, but the government is monopoly. You can't trust monopolies with anything so it's best not to have them surveilling you uh when we have a government that's not a monopoly then we can start talking about this again i'm surprised they don't i mean i I thought they were asking for identification from people when they go in for these vaccines and that's that's the way they know whether or not you've had one already and you're coming back for a second one i i thought they had uh they were tracking people you're saying they're not well, they were it was a rule change proposing an expansion to the vaccine database. That's how they put it. I wonder what that would mean. So there is a vaccine database. What are they talking about doing in addition? I don't know. Just expansion, according to uh, Reopen and H. Well, that's your typical government for you, right? Once you once the government program is created, it's never repealed. It never, almost never gets smaller. It always expands. It and if they more say they got rid of it, that means they just. They just made a secret. 
Hey, Ridley, any news on uh, that you want to share about the New Hampshire exit movement? I, I, I mentioned at the very beginning of the show, there's a lot of buzz. I, I'm, I'm allowed to use the Twitter social messaging uh, platform, and I saw a lot of people talking about secession and independence as a solution to the various mandates coming down from D.C. today uh, with like uh, corporations of over 100 employees now having to force the vaccine on their employees. That seems to be uh, the final straw for a lot of people out there. Are you hearing any uh, any buzz? Well, I, I'll talk about what I'm doing. I haven't heard that much buzz because I don't use Twitter. But the, uh, uh, I, you know, where there there was that controversy over the media was attacking us, and and um, they were talking to immigrants, uh, immigrant rights organization, having them denounce us. Um, so I reached out to each of the people that they quoted and invited them to our next independent conference call. Uh, so I know some of the people that they were quoting, some of these immigra- immigration activists, because I've been there to <clears throat> support their activism against the federal government. Mm. And so I've uh, just extended invitations to all these people that were supposedly our enemies to come to the, um, or many of the people who are supposedly our enemies, to come to our next uh, conference call. Nice. That's uh, It could potentially build some bridges, and if it gets ugly, then it could potentially bring some extra eyeballs to... Uh, the controversy. So uh, I think either way, it's a win. Anything else you want to share, Dave? That is all. Thank you. Thanks for the call time, man. I appreciate it. I've been uh, listening into those uh, NH exit uh, videos on the free Keen on library. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. I love listening to it. You know, I do put it on, you know, 1.5 speed. That's okay. They're like an hour and a half, right? Like, no, no. I think the longest one is 45, 50 minutes. Oh, okay. Our most recent one was uh, 30-ish minutes. So we're trying to keep them short, Yeah. Um, keep, them, keep them simple. There's a website that launched, nhexit.us, and I actually just put up there a link to the proposed text of the constitutional amendment. Uh, so coming up next week, we've got two state reps are going to file, uh, I think it's next week, within the next week or two. They're going to file a proposed a proposed constitutional amendment. It has to get over 60% of the state, House, and the Senate to vote for it. And if they do, it goes on the ballot in 2022. And it will say the following. Quote, Are you in favor of amending the first part of the New Hampshire Constitution by inserting, after Article 7, a new article to read as follows? And the new article, the proposed article, would be Article 7A, Independent Nation, New Hampshire declares itself as independent from the United States and peaceably, immediately proceeds as a sovereign nation. All other references to the United States in this Constitution and state statutes and regulations are nullified. Would you vote for it? Yeah. 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 That sounded really good. Can you read that again? I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to see it, you can just go to nhexit.us. There's a link to the constitutional amendment there. Uh, and, and I think this could stir up some news. I think this could stir up some discussion. I doubt it's going to get through the state Senate and the state uh, representatives. But the interesting thing about this is if if a state representative or senator says to you, if you're talking to them about this issue, if they say they oppose New Hampshire being independent, well, that's fine. The question is, do you support allowing people to make the choice? The question isn't whether you support or oppose it, Mr. State Rep. It's do you feel like or do you support the individuals of New Hampshire, the people, the voters of New Hampshire, being able to answer this question for themselves? Because that's ultimately, if the voters don't support it, if it does get on the ballot, it has to have two-thirds support. 
So it has to have a supermajority behind it, or right. it is not going to pass. So do they support people being able to choose? It's ultimately what they're voting on. So it'll be interesting to see what they say, because that's what they would have to argue against when they come in to oppose this thing, is not arguing against independence, although they will do that. Yep. But they really need to argue against why people shouldn't be able to, to make the choice, why this should be their decision instead of the voters' decision, because that's what this boils down to. Because other people know best what's good for my life, right? That's what they believe. Yeah. We'll see. It'll be interesting to, to see how many uh, state reps vote for this versus, you know, vote against it. And we'll, we'll get to kind of take the temperature and get a feeling for where we can go from here. But I, it, this is historic, and uh, it's, it's going to be a big deal. I just hope I don't have to stand for the national anthem again. I haven't stood for a national anthem in a long time, have you? No. <laughs> What's going on in Texas? Real quick. Yeah, yeah. Us, All right. Uh, so, give us uh, a lowdown. Mark Cuban is facing millions of dollars of uh, government givebacks thanks to this new Texas state law. The Star Spangled, Star Spangled Banner Protection Act law went into effect Wednesday requiring pro teams in the state that take public money to play the national anthem. I don't think Mark Cuban actually takes any money because he's a billionaire. Hmm. If anything, he loses money are you on sure his that, team. Are you sure that the stadium didn't take money? Yeah, usually the stadiums are, yeah, are that's usually where it, publicly yeah. owned. That's where they bend him over. And they're there. all owned by billionaires. So just the fact that he's a billionaire doesn't make me think that he's not willing to take money from the government. I don't know the guy, but uh, it's very rare that there's a, there's a stadium that didn't take government money. He, he sounded quite uh, anarchist to me. Cuban decided to no longer play the national anthem in pregame ceremonies at the beginning of the 2020-2021 season. It was only noticed in February of this year. The NBA... <laughs> Hold on. So did this yeah. target him specifically? Was, was it he that actually inspired this legislation in the first place? I don't know. Like some state rep was was upset, right? Like, oh my God, Mark Cuban's not playing the national anthem. We need a law. Well, they've been they've been going hard against Cuban for a long time. Wow. He he funded the nine eleven movie, Loose Change. Hmm. Uh, you know, uh, this guy. You gotta give him a little bit of credit. You sure. know? Yeah, I'll give him a little bit. Give but a little he bit. also supports vaccinations. And yeah. I'm not gonna take his advice on cryptocurrency because no, he's not gonna. Well, he does have sixty percent of his holdings in Bitcoin. Uh, okay. All right. Well, that's oh, good. Oh. That's always a good move. Hey, we'll see you tomorrow night online. In the meantime at freetalklive.com. This message is for you if you are a polyamorous person or you're in an open relationship and you are struggling with jealousy, loneliness, and communication problems. Hello, my name is Jeremy West, and I am a polyamory coach with degrees in psychology and communications and five years of experience with polyamory. And for a limited time, I'm teaching a free online class just for polyamorous people or people in open relationships where you will discover a new, simpler, and unique way to uncover the secret that experienced poly people know about jealousy that you must know too. Stop feeling lonely when your partner is out with another partner and use the four key elements that will change the way you communicate forever. No more crying yourself to sleep when you're alone for a night, a weekend, or longer and wondering if it's better to go back to a monogamous relationship. Sound good? Well then, go to jeremywest.net slash free class and register for my class now. Again, that's jeremywest.net slash free class, jeremywest.net slash free class.